On this episode of Nailer Brew Podcast, <laughs> Pete's on the second half, Woo! and shit goes downhill real fast. <laughs> Before that, Ben's here talking about some real shit. So listen up, nerds. Let's have some fun. Here we go. Nana what? Nana Brew. Nana what? What? Nana Brew. Nana what? Nana Brew. Nana what? Welcome to Nana for the Podcast. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Pay attention, Brian. Sorry. Small business shenanigans. Hi. So small. So small. Coming paying, to you from Indianapolis, Indiana. <laughs> Here. <laughs> Studio One, Books and Brews. Uno. Talking about doing business on that nano scale. So small. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, we are. We want to talk about the things that we've done well. Many. And the things that we do not so well. Debatable, and, probably, probably a couple. And really, it's just our water cooler podcast to s- sit and talk about all the shenanigans that happen to us in this thing we call life. Many, all the time. And you will like it. You will. You will be, you'll be entertained. You will definitely be entertained. And it will be enjoyable. You're and welcome. You really should have a uh, alcohol meter, like because pretty much as the consumption continues, things get rowdy. Yes. So make sure you hang with us. But I want to get ahead of myself. Well, I want to make sure. I feel like on that note, we can should I say, say except you're welcome. <laughs> you know, yeah. If, Moana Two has been announced. It's no. Coming out. Yes. If baseball is mentioned, everybody needs a drink. I just want to. Throw yes. That out there. The 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 podcast drinking game is that when I say baseball, everybody drink baseball, baseball, baseball. You're trying to get me drunk. And also, I just um, wanted to take a drink right there, so I bamboozled, I formulated <laughs> that whole scenario. I just want you to know that we are rated earmuffs because mm-hmm. I passed it with my mother, and she allowed me to say the word "fuck" this week. So I apologize, Leslie. That's <gasps> good. And shit, shit. and mm. an ass probably. I, I might say "titty" once. We no, I will edit that part out. <laughs> I will also say "bitch." Okay, that's about fair. Brian mostly. What? What? How? Did, okay. <laughs> okay. How dare you? How, how dare you? <laughs> Don't you fair. dare. I am offended. Close your eyes. Just say bitch one more time. I'm leaving. <laughs> or, I mean, 13 or 14 <laughs> yeah, more times that I'm out of bitch here. 13 or 14 more times. I am out of here. <laughs> Maybe. But first, Maybe. let's introduce the gang. My name's Jason. Hey, Jason. You can call me the doctor. Will. The wormhole. Yep. What? <laughs> that was from last episode. Uh, the funky boss. Yep. And also MC Pickle. Oh, I promise the hip hop air horn. I, I got to load like, it up on my phone. I feel like we also call you the Prez. You the Prez. That's right. Um, and a couple call other you things. Dick face. Yep. Yeah. Corporate uh, bitch. asshole. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, evil overlord. Evil. Evil corporate overlord. Uh, what is that, that guy? Wa, wa Jason. Uh, wa, wa Luigi. Yeah. Wa Jason. Wa Jason. I'm yeah. Sure I'm gonna win. <laughs> Money, 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 money. Often it's that guy that we never have to see and we never <laughs> yes. deal with. Oh, yes. The guy who, when who if you're, we if you're lucky. don't speak. Yes. Of, yeah. If you say my name three times, I appear. <laughs> Poof. Surprise, bitch. <laughs> Get back to work. One time I was taking a dump and it happened and I was like, why did I do that? Oh, man. I'm Brian. Oh, we're also here with Brian. I'm the moral compass. Indeed. The prophecy. Oh, that too. Uh, Dr. I am. Ooh, always doing it. And formerly known as the Time Cup. Yes. How's the episode today? Great. Good job. Thank you. No problem. I'm really excited. New guy did well. Takes the edge off. Welcome. Everybody relax. Yes. And that's it. Ah. Oh, we're uh, also here with Ben. Shout out Ben. Hey, this is Ben, <laughs> also known as the Z-Man, because I'm over at Zionsville oh, all the, Z- the time. Oh, the Z-Man. The yeah. Z-Man. Ben is our head brew legger over at Zionsville. That means he's the man in charge. And so we got him on the podcast today. Really excited to have you, Ben. Thanks for coming, man. Absolutely. 
also, um, we can talk about it, right? Running for what you want? What what office are you running for? U.S. Congress, in US, Indiana's fourth district. The U.S. Congress fourth district. It's the first time having a. Pay attention, Brian. Get off your fucking phone. God. Congress. We, we have yeah. We have a very important uh, person here oh, today. Sorry. Yeah. Congress. Sorry. Yes, Ben was going to represent us in a house of representing. Of represent. <laughs> represent. Yes. That reminds me of a great movie called Idiot. Yes, it is. Yeah, it's terrific. It's fantastic. It's, or Utopia, as I like to call it. Mm. Yes. You're right. Everything uh, worked out really well for everyone in that movie. It did. Yeah, we're trying to make it make sure the world doesn't look like that. Yeah, I don't know. Here's my argument. They had a problem. <laughs> they took the smartest person in the world. They put <laughs> him on the problem. Yep. And, and then when the president found out there's a person smarter than him, he stepped down. He did. And you know what? He resolved the he, problem. And guess what? He resolved the problem. Guess what would happen now? Be like, Not that. Fuck you. Yeah. You're, Kill, you, think you're, you think you're smarter than me? Kill this guy. Kill the, take him out back. <laughs> I mean, kind of exactly what's happening right now. <laughs> yeah. I have, not, I have a lot of questions. Not, not to that level, but yeah. well, I have a lot of questions for you because I yes. just found this information out. But I guess we can refrain until okay until question time. I like that. Yes. I like where so your head's let's at. Move forward. That's right. You're very professional. I'm trying. Can I? Can I, like I yes. I need to take a time out uh-huh. and remove that professionalism. Okay. Because I am completely derailed right now. <laughs> yeah. For the first time ever, staring at you, uh-huh. I can't help but notice. What? You have a yellow cable in front of you. Do you know what that cable is? No, what is that cable? That's that's your cable. I do it so I know who you are. Oh, read it. Read that cable what out is loud, it, please. What does it say? It's my cable? Who am I? DMX. What's it really want? Oh, oh. <laughs> I was dead. <laughs> now I'm back. Why do you have a DMX cable? Stop. I need to know. Drop. Shut down my heart. Open up shop. Come oh. back to life. Whoa. <laughs> You know he did that? He came back to life? He was dead? No. And he came back to life? I know he was a crackhead, and then he sung the Rudolph song, oh. which is hilarious. <laughs> is. DM- Welcome to DMX Christmas album. <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph. <laughs> ow, ow. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. What? What? Dude, it's, it is really funny. I will co-sign that It's 100%. a DMX cable, because it's a cable that's running. <sighs> I mean, running from bullets. Shout out DMX, no beef. No, hey, no beef. I want no part of that. I want no. I, I want will no not part co-sign of on that. I'll buy all your albums. Yes, I Christmas will. album. <laughs> I will help pay for your medical bills. Hanukkah, sure, I'll do it. Do you want to do Hanukkah? Dude, dreidel, dreidel, dreidel. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> Open up shop. <laughs> all right, I'm ridiculous. Oh, no, that's good. Right. That's good. What are we gonna do? Why? Why do we do this thing? We do. We're gonna talk about old business. What have we done? What did we do last night? Yeah. We're going to talk about new business. What will we do? New shit. <gasps> We're going to art in your face. What are we doing? <laughs> what are we watching? Yes. What are we reading? I, some, what do some of us read? Oh. Not you. Yes. Well, no. I have, I have an elaboration. Well, I'll wait. Sh- you're already a liar. No. No. Yes, okay. but no. <laughs> okay. There's an asterisk. Can't we'll, wait. We'll move forward. All right. We'll table that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We're also going to do <laughs> my guilty pleasure. Ooh. You bad. Stop it. Stop that. You bad boy. Where's my whip? <laughs> We're also going to do Wendy's Beef of the Week. Day from the Day bread. from the fucking grave. <laughs> fucking freckles. I got square burgers. <laughs> I, I got beef. I got beef this week. I got double beef. I got double stack beef. Give double stack beef. Ketchup. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Already, already, yeah. I like that. Sour cream from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> a little Easter egg for our old listeners. Oh, great. You're welcome. Uh, 
<laughs> I got, yeah, double beef. We're also going to stump the brewer. We get time. What's this? Oh, dude, the U-Hauls comes rolling up on my U-Haul. <laughs> he was confused. I got a U-Haul out front. Speaking of double stack, dude. We're double U- stacking U-Hauls. A U-Haul just rolled up my U-Haul. He's very confused about my U-Haul and his U-Haul. <laughs> Do you know this guy? Dude, I did, we just saw a glitch in the Matrix outside. We did. I thought that was yours. No, it's not was mine, it the Mandela Mine's effect? already parked. I've been that, meaning to re-look up the Mandela effect. Oh, Mandela. After, it's the Mandela effect. We're saying the but same thing. No, we're not. No, Pam, Pam. No, we are. It's <laughs> right. Like, All right. We're confusing the new guy. Let's well, stack a U-Haul on a U-Haul, because <laughs> I heard you like U-Hauls. Yes. So you can U-Haul while you U-Haul. I mean, yes. I feel like they only do that in Europe. Do you, have you ever seen the U-Haul toe a U-Haul? That, dude, no. I, that would be. Which one is carrying the, the furniture? I don't, I don't know. I, I love seeing the semis carrying semis around. That's always amazing. Yeah. Who's got the load? That's all I want to know. Who's carrying, dude? Someone's got to carry the load. Right. I, I don't think you can handle his load. It's, it's I, no. <laughs> no, I don't think he's ready. I'm not. You know what? Agreed. It is ready for old business, though. Old. Think of some old shit. Like a typewriter. Woven rugs. Oh, that's good. Like tassels on a rug. Like an answering machine. Yeah. Laser disc. Star 69. Dude, the printing press. Ooh, the telegraph? Yeah, dude, Stonehenge. Are we just going with all the old stuff? How about the wheel? The wheel. The wheel. Sands and rocks and the big bang. The pens that you write with. Gin. Old business. Yes. Holy crap! Is it no? Is there another U-Haul? I think he got intimidated by your U-Haul. Oh, my U-Haul is way bigger than but his. But whoever U-Haul. it is, got into this this truck right here came in hot. Oh, and almost hit the U-Haul. No, well, he almost did. Then he hit the curb. Oh, better not hit my U-Haul. Oh, U-Haul beef. It's, it's I only not did the, the uh, size you of the U-Haul. Oh, of course, that you never get the full. Insurance. I got the baseline insurance. You never get the full. <laughs> baseline. I should have though. They gave me the Cadillac of U-Hauls. So apparently, the way to do it is. Even if you're going to lie to them, because he's not like plotting my route on Google Maps, right? Yeah. He was like, about how far do you think you're going to drive? Uh, Which is a dumb question anyway. Barb. <laughs> because they're going to charge you per mile anyway. Yeah. Right? And it's all trackable. Yeah. Like it's already all, been keeping track. Like all right. of a sudden, if Mad Max breaks out and I have to do a race to the coast to get away from some dudes. When you get there, they're going to be like, you know what? 79 cents a mile. Extenuating circumstances, yeah. we're going to waive this. No, they're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, no. You're going to have to argue really hard for that. So he goes, ticket, 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 ticket. How many miles are you going to be driving? I'm like, oh, about, uh, you know, I'm going to Fort Wayne and back. It's probably about 250. He's like, oh, well, let me just back out of here and let me give you a little newer one. I want, I want to give you one of these around town oh, ones. Light pack? Yep. Exit. Escape. So if I want a long, if I want a better U haul, I just. You just tell them you're going to go a long way and they'll give you a better one. Dude, that is. Critical information. Yes. So I went downtown with a U-Haul just recently, a week ago. And it was like, how many miles? Dude, yeah. Like Uh, 200 million miles rattling. uh, The last time I rented a U-Haul was on your dime. And the (laughs) fucker died at the destination. I didn't even get it halfway back. Really? It died at said destination. I am driving to the sun and back, please. We're going to give you the fresh of fresh. That, yeah. New shit. That is one astronomical unit. Dude, this, this U-Haul's got under 6,000 miles on it. 
what? That is is brand the spe- newest of new, dude. It's got fucking leather dude, inside. That, that belongs in our <laughs> new shit segment. It has like an armrest in the middle with cup holders, no. which I've never seen in a U-Haul before. No, no, Usually, it's, it's like of. straight bench. Does it have a CD player? That's, that's an amazing artifact. And honestly, Indiana Jones, it belongs in a museum. This belongs in a museum. And you know what else is that? I bet. What's the shit you spray on the leather or like you spray in the interior cars to keep it shiny and nice? Armor all. Armor all, yeah. Dude, armor. I bet they keep armor all in fucking business because usually that seat is so fucking slick. Yeah. If you try to jump in, you you're going to slide your ass to the other side. <laughs> you can barely hold on to the steering wheel. The last time I rented a U-Haul was on your dime. I a little less arm, armor all. We went to get in that fucker and they had left the window all the way down. It had a torrentially downpoured. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I was I was making Chris drive, and I was like, ah, fuck it, let's go. And he was like, dude, the seat is soaking. And I'm like, eh, sucks, let's go. Suck it up. Yeah. And he was like, we got to Shout out Chris. And I was like, fine. And they gave us, I want to say a whole new you all, but it might have been older than oh, the previous older. one. But it wasn't soaking wet. We're going to have to go to the back stock. Yeah, you know what? We're gonna have to, you're not going 800 miles? Oh, we, we're going to have to move 27 U-Hauls in order to get the yeah. one shitty-ass U-Haul. It's going to take us 35 minutes. <laughs> we retired this bad boy, but we're going to bring it out for How you. How do they stack those U-Hauls in the back? How know. are they paying for that space? That's true. You're only renting that, like, $100? Like, how many U- U-Hauls could they possibly rent in a day? That's all a, of them. It takes up a lot of land. It does. No, all you're right. Them. Unless, yeah, maybe one... Inter- is there one person driving across the country that's keeping U-Haul in business? There every can't week? Be. No. There just can't be. Oh man, old business. <laughs> old business. Last time an old, last time an inter- last time an inter- the podcast. What did we do? We talked about having an edge uh, and competitive spirit. Yes, and it's a requirement in business. Very true. Do you agree with that, Ben? You think you got to have an edge? Yeah, you gotta absolutely. Got to have a little bit of uh, competition mode, right? You have to have something that distinguishes you from everyone else. Yeah, competitive. Well, competitive advantage, absolutely. Also, though. Even even on your level, one thing you excel at, maybe even, I mean, probably not maybe, probably a high percentage uh, probability is that you're the best mug club salesman in the whole fleet. We sell mug clubs here at Books and Brews, mm-hmm. and Ben has, I believe, you might be able to tell me, sold over 100 just last year, right? In a whole year, you sold 100 last year, didn't you? Oh, no, I'm over 160, and oh, I've been working. Shit. I've been working here for a year now as the runner of Zionsville. Dude, 160. That's 160? like an average. That's got to be an average of almost one per day of work, practically. It's about pretty close. Th- that's pretty close. Yeah, actually. Yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess it, what we can sit down and uh, do the math, but I won't. Yeah, you can't make me. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> no, no. I work. Th- I work about three day- I work about four days a week, and that's an average of three per week. So yeah, that's. Dude, that's killing it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and part of that comes, I mean, obviously you're compensated for it, right? You get a few bucks of commission. Sure. And you get the personal relationship, so there's a satisfaction guarantee, personally. But, I mean, part of that comes out of, I mean, it's nice to say you're the best, right? Mm, it's a it nice, always It's is. a nice thing to it say. It's a competitive spirit. It is. Okay. It's a nice thing. Yes. Now, there's different kinds of competitors. Brian's a barrier-facing sort of competitor. <laughs> Who, me? Yeah, we talked about this last time. It's kind of, it's kind of one of those, you like that bitch? Oh, oh. Oh, am I up 40? Oops. Didn't notice. I guess I, uh, did I score another touchdown? Is that interception 17 <laughs> on Madden? Oops. That's why me and Brian are so fun yeah. to watch play <laughs> NBA Jam together. I, I show no moisty. <laughs> I show, dude, 
Yeah, that's rule number one. Yes. Rule number one is Captain Insano shows no mercy. He shows no mercy. No mercy. And yeah. Oh, I'm, you're Captain Insano. I forgot. Oh, yes. <laughs> I am, I'm Captain Insano. I'm only winning by 40 points. That's got to get, we got to get that up to 80 oh, points. Yeah. Yeah. I and then there's me. It's sort of like the, I want to wrestle around with you a little bit. I want to let you get ahead. <laughs> I want to I see hope in your uh, eyes. And then I want to destroy it. So that way at the end, I can go anytime I want. <laughs> I've done that. I got it. I own this. I got it anytime I want. I just want to let you know that. I've done that. I've I would you know what? On a psychological survey, I bet that's highly alarming. <laughs> I, bet, I bet on the scale of things, you're way more to become a serial killer than me. <laughs> probably, probably. There's been a couple points on the personality yes. test. Yeah, BuzzFeed. Well, oh. part of the reason I did that was because if I went to someone's house and they broke out a shiny new game, NHL 94, cha-ching, Blades of Steel. Remember? Dude, I love those games. And of course, it's their game. It's the first time I've touched it. And, they're, and they want to do that dick thing like they know the buttons. What's the buttons? Oh, you just figure it oh, out. Oh, you know. Oh, really? You just fig- you yeah. figure it out? Uh-huh. You figure yeah. it out? You just, uh-huh. it. you just did a one-timer perfectly. Let me tell you how this goes. I buy said game. You sick fuck. I go home and play it relentlessly. No, he masters it. Mm. I, I know this drill. In the days, in the opening <laughs> days of the internet. <laughs> in the year 2000. In the year 2000. Way before that. As soon as I yeah, heard. Way ding, 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 they those books, the game. Uh, yeah. That's not real time shit. No, like in the, the heady days all, of Prodigy. With all the, uh, yeah, with Pro- all the Prodigy was my shit. The fir- Prodigy was the first one. I didn't fuck with AOL until Prodigy was dead. But in those days, because that was when I figured out that shit's real time. I got to buy those books like it's coming from the factory. Like they made the game. That's some bullshit. The paper is still hot. They don't know because they haven't played the game. No. They're inventing the strategy in the room. Uh-uh. The real strategy comes from the people that learn the, the hacks and shit. Yeah. So when you can the, find the real time stuff. So I not only played the game relentlessly. That was my first. That was the first thing I ever looked up online was all the cheat codes, all of the the shit that people didn't strategies. know about strategies. Dude, I'm gonna, all I'm gonna, the Easter eggs, I'm all, accidentally, all that shit. I'm accidentally fast forwarding to art your clips. face a little, but the nostalgia. I recently, like two nights ago, watched uh, Pixels again. Mm. We had talked about this a while ago. It's funny. I'm it sorry. Just, it hits on. No, oh it, no no no! It hits on our generation. Yeah. It hits us right in the face for nostalgia uh, intentionally. And Peter Dinklage is just. And a national I, treasure. I was talking to my girlfriend about you. I was like, he loves Peter Dinklage. Dude, Peter Dinklage is the I, best. I, I, at one point, I wanted to be he's like, really good in that movie. No, too. he is. Dude, the mullet. We talked about. It. I really was like, funny. your mullet was on point with his <laughs> yes, mullet. Yes. And we had just watched it. <laughs> yeah. and I was talking about it, and I was, oh, it, dude, it's to a T. But I was like, this is nostalgia. And then the whole movie's patterns, like hacks, like how, like you learn. Like again, like they even refer to new age video games. Like everybody's just like. In your face, attacking yada yada yada, and it's like there's no yeah it was, strategy, there's no rhythm to the madness, blah blah. blah. I mean, I, I we I lived through this. We don't we don't have to watch a movie about it. It's the, <laughs> this is reality yeah. for us. Yeah, it's for the little, like, it's for the kids. I, I I played Wolfenstein 3D. Yeah, back the Commodore 64. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm I'm okay. I I remember all this. It's all right. I I uh, I talked about this before on the podcast. My favorite was Summer Games because you know my brother had my brother had the uh, the Commodore 64 and there's the, like the big ass floppy disks, you know, sliding mm-hmm. them in. And there's no, I think he had like bootlegged them or something. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, it was just a hair before me. So like, I didn't even know like where you even went to buy that shit. Right. There's no, what GameStop, 
you know? So Oh, there were video game stores back then. I, yeah, I just didn't know where they were. Yeah. You know, in small town USA where I was. And they were probably copy discs. And the, uh, yeah. The old copy protection was you had to have the game's manual in your hand and it would ask you questions about the manual. Oh, It was shit. amazing. That seems easy. What's... So- What's the fifth word of the fourth paragraph on page 12? (laughs) Not even kidding. Oh, that's right. I remember that from all the Sierra games. Yeah, Yeah, because uh, King's... uh, King's Quest. King's Quest. Yeah, dude. That we talked... Dude, they're so hard. You had to call the number that was like $5 a minute. Be like, how do I get through this fucking maze? Yeah, Or buy the hint book. Yeah, or buy the hint book. book, And that's how they made their money. So when the internet came out, the internet was giving you all that shit. Yeah. So then it was like, oh, the second time I came over, it's like, yeah, let me see if I remember how to play. Hey, uh, is, this, is, this, is this B or oh, C? Oh, and then cause, dominate. Because that's the kind of competitor I was, was like I uh, noticed. dude from, yeah, I'm sure right. <laughs> dude from uh, Grandma's Boys. Like, yeah. did I break it? Oh, oh high, that, score? high score? High score? I lose? What does that mean? <laughs> that's totally me. I totally uh, get a lot of satisfaction of just thinking about that movie. being or uh, because... <laughs> Part of what put that in me was around one of the greatest years ever, 1992. It might be older than this, but White Men Can't Jump came out. Classic. About Uh, about uh. the time I was able to sneak R-rated movies. Mm -hmm. And when that movie came out and the whole concept of like hustling people... I was like, this is fucking brilliant. Yeah, you can wait, pretend what? to suck, yeah. but be awesome. Wait, I can wear some whack-ass gear and show up at an event. People will be like, this dude's weak. And then, and then just get your him. ass kicked yeah. for the first couple oh, games yeah, yeah, yeah. until money's on the line. And then be like, let's crush it. And then all of a sudden, you're fucking shooting 88% from beyond the arc. Yeah. Rain from, in threes. From three point behind the three point line. Dude. For three feet. All right. I'm going to brief art your face here real quick. I mean, we, can just, I saw, we can just go out of the full segment. I saw some shit. Well, this is kind of art. This is old art. Old shit. Stale art. This is the new shit. New business. Well, let's get into it. New. The newest of new. Because this, is, <laughs> this came from the wormhole. Wormhole. Wormhole Jason. He's heating up. It came from your wormhole? That's uh, awkward. <laughs> Yeah, well, it happens. New segment. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll <laughs> happen. It happens to the best of us. So I was going through it, right? And uh, a kid shows up and he's dribbling Wait, a basketball. What are we talking about again? Just art in your face. I'm arting in your face. You're going through what? What are you going through? I'm going through the wormhole. Oh. On Facebook. Kids, okay. I watched a video. Ah. It was a skateboard video. Okay. There we go. You know, skateboard video, surfing video, skateboard video, kid, now, dribb- kid dribbling basketball. Now we're on the same page as you. Cool. You just kind of jumped there with oh, no contact. Yeah, sorry. That's my brain. Uh, yeah. I think I missed my pill this afternoon. So mm, <laughs> it explains take, a lot. I didn't take any. Then, yeah. dr- then in that case, <laughs> baseball. Yeah, okay. So you have to drink. <laughs> Everyone drink. So this kid's dribbling a basketball. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to see what happens. He's not facing the hoop. Jesus. And he's dribbling, right? Like dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. He's things. like seven or eight feet beyond the arc. The three-point arc for those of you scoring at home. Three points. He raises his hands above his head and he's going to shoot the basketball in a normal forward way. And instead, he takes a jump shot. But instead of the ball going forward, the ball goes back over his head and he fucking nails it from about 35 feet. And I was like, oh, that was a cool trick shot. And then I realized this is not a trick shot. This is a montage of this kid that has somehow mastered the ability to shoot not facing the hoop and fucking unload on people, not just in practice. So he's shooting his his, his, So he's looking one way and shooting the other? Yeah. And guess what? As you move on... money? (laughs) And people are... This is games. People are guarding him. And people start to realize you can't let the motherfucker just sit with his back to you. 
because he's going to drain that shit. So now they're guarding him and he's still just like, he's just shooting backwards, totally blind to the hoop. I don't understand. I'm telling you, this shit is wild. agree. And then, and then what he'll do is he'll, if he's facing forward, this is his other move. He's got those two moves. Move number one. (laughs) Facing shoot, away from the hoop. Shoot backward, don't You're look. like trying to guard him. He goes, whoop, up over his head, and the ball goes backwards and goes in. Here's his other move. If he's facing forward, this is what he does. Dribble, dribble, dribble. He heaves it from about knee level, and then he pretends to shoot as a follow through right in your face. So you're, you're guarding him. What do you mean he heaves it? Like he passes it? No, no, no. Dribble, dribble, dribble. I got yeah. the ball in my right hand. Yeah. I go to fake one way. Now I'm palming the ball, and I just He's chuck launch it. it. I just launch it from about knee level. And then you proceed to act like you're going to shoot it. Yep. Launch it. The other person goes, what just happened? And then you fake like you shot it overhead. So the fake shoot is just a... In your fucking face. Totally, it's, with the, yes. totally make them look stupid. It's yes. A, because you've already done what you needed the to balls, do to score. You have no longer have yeah, connection. The ball's gone. <laughs> the ball's gone. They can't everything, block it. Everything moving forward is just to make them look stupid. I just want to show you what my form would have looked like from up top. Because <laughs> I already I already got it out of my... So he's practicing, if you will. In your face, bitch. <laughs> Jesus, that's ridiculous. Okay. Ridiculously that's awesome. Ruthless. Yeah. And so it's just this montage after montage of this kid, sm- like, just, like, no rim. Where are these people in the NBA? Well, they, they don't knowing, have to because they go on fucking tour. Knowing the NBA. Like, N1 mixtape, like the professor. Knowing the dude, NBA. Dude, his YouTube is pretty good. Is, and he's still thing, relevant. Here's the thing. Knowing the NBA and knowing the N1 mixtape, there's only been one player in the history of both. Right? That went to the NBA. I'm explaining to you. Please. Was it Baby? Helicopter. Who was it? It was Baby. Baby Helicopter? Is that one person? There's two different people. No. Big Baby or Helicopter. Those two different people. It was not. It was. Big Baby to Helicopter. (laughs) Helicopter. Oh, Baby. Baby Helicopter. It was. His his name was Skip to My Lou. Oh, yeah. Skip to My Lou. Ray for Austin. He played for the Houston Rockets. Ah. Fun fact. He's so, the only one that I've ever known to make it, actually, like, NBA make it. Yeah. But he wasn't even, like, on M1 mixtape level, the professor's way better. So, yeah. But here's, but I'll tell you. a white guy. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Well, he grew up. He's probably, like, 6'2 or 3. He can't be 6'2 or Even if he is. Dude, uh, check out his YouTube. Okay. okay. Check it out. I it's pretty watched. good. Okay. Because that's basically what he does is he just goes to courts and then smokes, like, like they line up. And he smokes everyone until he's like well, what, you would he not, has no breath left. Why would you not play? Why would you play this dude one one on one? I'll tell you why. He must be double teamed. Cash. Yeah. Yeah. Money. That's and so, so what, you're that's getting why, money. To that's why a lot him? of people do a lot of things. I'll and, get money to look stupid. Well, because here's you can the, cross me over. Here's right. the thing. It's exactly why I got bees in school. I got bees in school in the trap. You know why? In the trap. Because in order to get bees in school, I had to put forth twenty percent effort. Okay, I'm trying to understand this. Continue. In order to get A's, guess what I had to do? Oh, like 100% effort. Oh, okay. So the difference between me fucking around and getting B's <laughs> and getting A's by having to work my ass off? Yeah. Not worth it. I see your point. So if he's already making a good If you're living, a street game dude, yeah. you're like, I get to... What Do drugs. What you're saying is this. Run the game. Was Wesley Snipes in the NBA? Show up was once Woody a, Harrelson in the NBA? No. no I get baby. to show up once in a while. <laughs> just smoke everyone who's out there. If I have a bad day, fuck it. Well, that's why it's kind of like, oh, I mean, this is this is different. But it's why, like, the best poker players in the world, like, don't fuck with the World Series. Because they're making so much money in cash games. Because the best poker uh, players in the world, those dudes, billionaires line up to play them in games. This is a great anecdote. 
And I just like to imagine this happens everywhere all the time. So I was watching, there's like an E60 I came across with Phil Ivey. You know who he is? Yes. He's a poker player. He's a poker player, yeah. He's famous for being like Death Stare, dude. Like, no, was like. The face? Is that yeah, he's like, I don't know if they call him the face. It seems derogatory. No, I thought they did. Oh, do they? I think that's his nickname. Because he's just like, he's like as I deadpan as deadpan that. can be. Angry looking dude. Yeah. So it's an E60, right? RBF. It's like behind. It's like behind the uh, the scenes with uh, Phil Ivy, and he's talking about coming up. And he was like, "I used to work all week, and as soon as I got my paycheck that night, I would roll to Atlantic City." And he's like, "There, the next day, I'm either staying in a hotel or I'm sleeping under the bridge. Like, I'm either making money or I'm broke the next day. My whole paycheck could, every single I time. Could Ooh. Never do that. I and that I could not do that. And that was how he rolled. It's just like." Every dollar that I get, I'm gambling it in poker. And so it got to the point where he said that he was, um, when you, it was at some level where all these professional, like some billionaire came in. It's like, I want a heads up game against some of the best players in the world. And the, these poker players pooled their money so that they could play heads up with this, like an all in game. Like, I don't know what the buy in was. Like, say it's like a million dollars, make it up. So a million bucks all in, winner take all, right? Heads up. And he was like, my friends like gave it to me. It was like, so I'm heads up with this dude, high stakes, all it, like no limit. And he was like, literally there was a moment in that game where I called one of my, he was like, here it is, is. He called his friend. He's like, if I, if I lose, like I'm done playing, like I'm done. Like I just, I just lost like a couple hundred thousand dollars and it's over. Like I'm not going to start it back up again. And he won and take off from there. Right. And that guy lost. Yeah. It's well again, billionaire or some shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, and apparently it sounds like, I don't know. I don't know if it's stuff that stuff happens, but apparently no, that I'm stuff sure happens, it does, yeah. right? It's like billionaires, like I don't play poker with great guys. Who? What's the snuff of a million dollars? It's like entertainment for them. Dude, if you watch that, it's so stressful to me. So this is what's even more stressful to me because poker feels strategic. It feels skill. 100%. It there is absolutely extent. skill. There, ah. there is, you, you maximize your odds, in other words. No, you yeah, maximize your odds, do. but it's odds. So it's still odds. Like the odds can still go against you. Yes. Now, when you add the now the uh, you know the theory of probability and just or in general is that blah, blah, blah. yeah yeah I, if I you bet it. on a hand that's eighty percent if you bet that hand a hundred times in a row like you'll win eighty it'll times tr- it'll trend towards eighty yeah it might not be but right as the number of trials goes to infinity the odds go towards what the odds are yeah, right yeah so um, this was the stressful part he's like poker is my profession he's like gambling is. My hobby. So he, Phil Ivey was famous enough at this point that he's flying around the world and casinos are paying him to come in mm-hmm. as like an appearance fee almost. So he's like, yep, we're flying. And the E60 dude's following him, right? This little nerdy ass, nerdy ass nerd nerd. Sorry. Fucking nerd. Fucking nerd. Journalist following him around, right? And sorry, it's derogatory. I'm baseball, baseball, baseball. I want to get everyone drunk so they forget no. that I was offensive there. I, don't think I, I am a nerd. It's I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, it's I'm very nerd as, nerdy as well. We everybody nerds about something, right? So they he flies into. He's like, yeah, now is the third stop. We're going into Canada, and so as you part of the Canada, the Canada, but Canada. Is that what okay. I said? Yes. We're flying into the Canada. Continue. Someplace. Who cares? Doesn't matter. They roll up. They have a table waiting for him. So it's appearance, but he also he's like, no, nah, I want a high stakes, just me, roulette, not roulette, uh, <coughs> craps table. Okay. Hundred G's a roll. What the actual fuck? Why? That's actual gambling, yeah. 100 Gs. And so he's playing, right? Ding, 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 ding. He's like, in three and a half minutes, he's made 1.2 million. What? 
and he goes, yo, I'm going to hand the nerdy ass nerd journalist the dice. No. He's like, you want to roll for me? He's like, are you serious? He's like, yeah, dude, roll for me. He said he lost like 300 grand in like five minutes. Dude, I would have a heart attack. And Phil Ivey was pissed. Uh, well, I'm sorry. You can't be pissed if you give, if you turn over. Dude. And so the whole, the whole show was him bouncing to casinos and how fat, like he would, they were there for like 20 minutes and he'd be up or down like a couple million dollars. It's like, we just lost, we're here for 20 minutes and lost 2 million. Get on a jet, fly to the next casino. What? That's, that's not all, that's not an amount of money that any of us can understand. That's the amount, that's the amount of money that, that you talked about when somebody can, Going back to current, going to current events, spend four hundred million dollars to yeah. run for president and do absolutely oh, nothing with geez. it. What if yeah. you? What if you had four hundred million dollars to just literally light on fire? That's unbelievable to think because about. Because you could, you could, you could put a books and brews in like ev- every single city in the world, almost like notable city. Yeah. Every single notable city in the world. Not even major city. No, every no. Notable, notable city. city. Yeah, yeah. Like, not, not, just, not just like L.A. Like, yeah, no. Not, not L.A., Houston, Dallas. <laughs> yeah, like name no, all no. the suburbs. No, no. All I, of them. Every single... You'd have... That That gets you 20 in Indianapolis area, 30 in the Chicagoland area, right. 30 in St. Louis, 45 in New York. Right. It's un- and, it's unbelievable. You can't even. And then I don't know what you do with the other two hundred million dollars. <laughs> right. It's almost <laughs> one. Of, it's one of those things where what was the? Is that a Stalin quote when he's like, if you, like, if one person dies, it's a tragedy, but if a hundred million is, dies, it's a statistic or something that like is, that. Yes, a Stalin quote. Yeah, nightmarish, but yes, it is right. But but that's it's <laughs> but one of those things. It's so. Um, Stephen King has a book called The Dark Tower. Heard of it? The Dark. Yes, I've read the entire series. Yeah, so any good? Yeah, for a minute. The, the first, the first, was not it's just super weird. The first 60% of it, very good. Yeah, that's what I would say. I actually kind of gave up. I didn't finish it because I was like, this is just going beyond the scope of, it just feels like it's bizarre to start off and then it just totally jumps the shark. Like it's just, it's already bizarre like, shit. I feel like that's And it common. just goes. I feel like he he's good at setting things up and then he's like, ah, I'm fucking done. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't giant, know if about oh, done. Oh, there's a giant spider. I don't give a shit. Like, oh, yeah, right about it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, like, the, any, anything. Yeah, okay, so. It, the point of it is there's a point where the bad guy in that in in the very beginning is talking where spoiler I was still alert. in where I was still in no he's just talking right it's not a spoiler okay but it's interesting because it's sort of like the same sort of thing like a person gets away with having a thing on such scale whether it's power or whether it's money or whether it's you know or doing a bad thing as because eventually the the um we can't the human mind can't comprehend scale like real infinite scale. We can only comprehend to a certain level. So the idea was both both down to molecular and also up to the like the stars, right? Like it's like how far can you really comprehend? Like the moon, like you can kind of get it, you know, but even then it's kind of a stretch, right? Mm-hmm. Like you don't even like you get the star, like you don't even fucking get it. Like you don't even get this whole star thing. Like it's too far away to even understand like uh. the scope of the distance and brah, you know, and then downward, right? Like down to like sand, like you kind of get it right. But like you start getting into molecules and you know, like you really can't even, it Quantum feels, physics. it feels like fiction, you know, unless you're under a microscope. And even then it's kind of like, you have to look through a thing to see a thing. It's kind of hard fictional to understand. No, you, have to be an, you have to be an expert. If you're yeah. not an expert, you don't understand it. Right. But, and understanding is different than really like visualize. Like 
I can understand comprehension. I understand what a cell is, right? You know what I mean? Right. But like I can't really comprehend like that you scratch so, your I like, go like this and there's millions of skin like dead skin cells not under my fingernails. Yeah. Like it's it's weird. Anyway, that's fascinating to me. Anything that I can't quite get is fascinating to me. Agreed. Your cup looks like and the, yeah, so you find thousand. a lot of things fascinating. I do find a lot of things fascinating. Ben, it's already four o'clock. Do you need to get out of here? I've got another little bit. Okay. Good, because I want to talk about new business. We've, we've been too busy talking shenanigans. Your cup looks like it needs to be filled with a root beer float. <laughs> it does kind of look like a root beer float. Yeah, shout out Josh. Josh, I'm you know, Pottery Works. I want to take a picture of it. It's uh, He gave me a personalized mug. Every year on this time, we have a new mug club mug that comes out. Turn it the other way. So I he, don't want your name. I don't want your name. Fuck you. <laughs> so he gave, me, he, he, he gave me a personalized mug, and uh, it's pretty sweet. He did the wood fire tactic, which it's, he doesn't do very it's often. beautiful. And so, uh, yeah, we did uh, an actual imprint this time around with Shakespeare in it. Shakespeare, uh, sorry, um, Billy Books and Brews, not Shakespeare, just in case there's a trademark in there. Called William? I don't w- think Will- can... William Books and Brews? I think Shakespeare has exceeded trademark laws. Yeah, but but it's not just him. There's also likeness rights. Like sometimes it's weird. You can actually own a trademark of someone's likeness uh, at some point. Uh... So, um New business, new shit, the newest of new. No, 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 no. Robots with lasers and wings. Oh, dude, robot police. Robot firefighters. I feel like that's. Uh, Do they police other robots? Shiloh, starring Shia LaBeouf. Which one? No. Which one comes first? How dare you? You definitely. Nothing, def- nothing starring Shia LaBeouf. <gasps> Do you know oh, where you no. are right now? You just committed one of the cardinal sins of Nineveh the Podcast. Sir, I will ask you to leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Especially not Indiana Jones 5. Definitely. Oh, okay. that was a terrific movie. Okay, I first understand of all, that. We've. First of all, the but. subject matter of that movie has been totally legitimized about the crystal skulls. The so- okay, I the just want to say, way, of, way ahead of its time. The movie was way ahead of its time. So I'll say, <laughs> if Ancient Aliens was a thing well, five okay. years before Crystal Skulls came out, that movie would have done a billion dollars if in the box Dushkalus office. If Tuscaloose said anything, you would believe it. <laughs> Tuscaloose? <laughs> shout out Giorgio Tuscaloose. No, I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's Tuscaloscus or something like that. I think but it's I bitch. I call it. That's oh, how I yeah. you you just committed the second cardinal sin. <laughs> I've said it every time. I will fight you. Oh, I will man. pull your stupid hair. Well, you know what's gonna happen now. Come at me, bro. Is that he's our next? <laughs> he is the next the theme of our beer releases here at Books and Brews. Oh. Are gonna be the the Tuscaloosa series. You don't know how to pronounce it. Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. You watch your mouth. Take it back. So. Shia LaBeouf to Crystal Skulls. Help me get back around to where I was. New business. New business. There you go. Well, I told him he's going to keep it us probably, on track. It probably wasn't. It probably wasn't worth it. Here's what I, wanna, here's what I did want to talk about. I want to talk about Ben because Ben's an interesting cat. Here's, here's what's interesting about Ben. Ben is an anomaly. 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 Anomalous. Okay, Pam, Pam. Yes. Hey, he's anomalous. Like he's he's anomalous. Okay. Yes, he's anomalous in our company. <laughs> and this is, th- this is what's interesting to me. As talking about theory of probability, of course, trials over time, you get towards the average and you start to understand, okay, this is what you're going to get. Sometimes um, it's good, sometimes it's bad, you know, but in terms of employment, right, from a store manager perspective, we call them head brew leggers. They're, they're essentially the, the, you know, the head of the stores that you either get people who are super awesome at customer service or super awesome operationally. And there's... There's, there's little. Not, there's not there's, much gray area. There's little crossover. Like certainly, there's. I would say. I hate to put it on one side of the coin, but you have Scotties, 
Right. Shout out, Scotty. No, and, and nothing <laughs> offensive. Yeah. Like, yeah. You just suck at operations. Yeah, no, not even operations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Back to some of that yep, one. Never so, right. no. <laughs> no, I love Scotty. Scotty's the best. Yeah. He seems like he's great with customers. I've but that, he, yeah, he is. He uh, is. It is, you know, for me, I, the nerdy. Two nerdy things. You can either go like Dungeons and Dragons or Madden, right? Create your own create your own Madden character. The first thing you do is like, I'm gonna create Jason. Here you go, funky boss. Oh, 100 percent power, of course. Why can't I get the speed up to 100 too? Because mm-hmm. you can't have both. Why is he slow as shit? You can't have yeah. both. So here's a question: You know, people who are average at both, or people who which which actually doesn't happen, right? Like you're not gonna be average at both. You're gonna be you're, gonna be you're gonna be average in one thing, and you suck at the other one. Yeah. So if someone's but it balances out. So, no, no, it doesn't <laughs> no, balance. No, it doesn't balance if you you're average. Balance, though. You want it to be. You want someone to be exceptional, and then be proficient in the other one. Decent. Yes, proficient's a better word. You want people to at least mediocre want to be able to <laughs> like if you're good with customers, as long as you can publish a schedule, we okay. can work with you. You know, as long as you can, you know, yes, that's about it. That, that's <laughs> well, a good summary. And I, so I don't disagree. And so we lean into that because we're a customer service business. And so being on the offense and the customer service business, you have to take your lumps in operations sometimes because you have to accomplish the number one objective of the company, which is customer service. And as soon as you start to go, okay, fine, but we have to be more operationally savvy, you're going to sacrifice customer service to get there. You just are. That's what trend, because a long time I tried to beat my, you know, head at the table is like, no, you have to at least, you have to at least, like, you have to just accept this. This is yeah. just the way it is. You, if, as soon as you start to decrease customer service, you're going to increase operations, but you're losing the essence of the whole reason you started the fucking business in the first place. And you're probably cutting into profit. 100%. You're cutting into sales, you're cutting into profit, you're cutting into the bottom line, which is a problem. Right. And so that's why, it's, that's why Ben's interesting to me, is because Unique in the standpoint of a, you have an MBA. Yep, which is not something we have in, in, in an, a, an, an MBA, a, a, a master's, master's in business and administration. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. So you got a master's degree. So I have a okay. bachelor's in computer science and a master's in business and administration. Okay. And so the computer science thing too, obviously, just because the energy you put out is the energy you attract, right? Yep. So the energy that Books and Brews puts out is a place for people without a place, you know, and so. Um, we attract people who are searching. We, we attract artists. We attract, you know, um, creatives for the most part. Mm-hmm. Is that I don't know. If that's, that's not a negative context, is it? No, not no absolutely not. That's, Ma- that's people who are makers. People who are tact, you know, tactical. Like uh, that's not the right word. Um, they're you know the seven intelligences. They make things with their hands, right? Mm-hmm. Or, they, or they talk. Or they understand emotions. Those are the kind of people that we get. We don't get tons of people who understand numbers and, and understand analytics. Pr- procedures and analytics, right? And so, whereas Ben comes from, at least by trade, right? Background, correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, with from computer science to MBA, that is more analytics. That's more operations driven. 100%. It's less EQ, right? In school, right? right. It's more Absolutely. IQ. But I've already said, man, you outsell everyone. So that's not something that we've had before. That's not something I've seen before in business, in my own personal business. Uh, so it's interesting to me. How the fuck do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is going how on? How do you pull that off? Like, what's what's behind the curtain? Can uh, you put it in words even? Can I put it in words? Probably, given enough time, I'm sure I can. Uh, a big part of it. I'll, I'll use it since we talked about Dungeons and Dragons. I'll use it yeah. in D and D terms. Love it. Charisma is not a dump stat. Oh, I like that. Charisma is not a dump stat. I'm going to quote you in my book. 
I appreciate that. I really, so. I really think that's an amazing quote. That's uh, like being our employee manual. He's gonna have a mold on the picture, dude. I really like that a lot. Charisma is not a a dump stat, is what you <clears> said, right? It's not a dump stat. It, a lot of people talk about when they build their D and D characters. Oh, we got to put I'm my I'm I'm the fighter. I put it all into strength and dexterity and constitution, and that pulls down everything else. And that, like charisma, that has to pull down everything else. And if you're the wizard, you put it all into intelligence and dexterity and con, so that you can survive and you can dodge and you can cast your spells, and then. Who does the negotiation? Who does the talking? Who works? Who talks to the king and says, yeah, absolutely. We will take care. We will solve your problem. You need to pay us this much. When you have all your characters have eight charisma, the king goes, no, I'm going to pay you what I told you I'm going to pay you. Right. You're not going to get any bonuses. And frankly, just for asking. Fuck you. You're getting less money. And we're in we're in a era. Yeah, I did. Yeah, <laughs> we're in a we're in a time period. Brian sucked me into. Remind me, it was some it was some beatboxing thing. I can't yeah. remember what it was. Anyway, um, we're in a time period now where people who are probably like a one hundred and zero, like a one hundred on intelligence and zero on charisma, as they can't even talk to people. This is kind of their time, right? Because they can hide behind a keyboard and they can invent a thing, but. And for 99% of the world in the history of the universe, you've got to be able to talk to people. Have, have you seen Mark Zuckerberg do an interview? He's hilariously they are, awkward. He is. Right. He, he does not look like a human. Right. I, feel like, I yeah. feel like that's got to be staged a, to an extent. He is a brilliant human being. I feel like, right. I feel like that's all but part of his master plan, and I don't know what it is. He's a, he's a brilliant human being for... Creating a business the way he has, I don't want to give technological credit to Facebook in that way, for creating right. a business the way he has, but then when he talks, it doesn't sound like he's actually a human. Right. But I feel like that's part of his plan. He, and I don't know and, what and it is. And even he has at least gotten himself to like a level of proficiency, I think, from like a oh, he probably had to persona. Work very, yeah, yeah, yeah. From a persona standpoint. And that's where and that's where that's the one thing I think that's important is like you know, someone like a Scott. I had this conversation with Scotty. Shout out Scotty. He's supposed to be on the podcast today, but he had Fuck some, you, Scotty. Yeah, Scotty. <laughs> bitch. He'll be on next week. We're trying to get him on. But like I told Scotty, same thing. I was like, yo, you are a 100 here. Like you're struggling here. Like you don't have to be awesome over here, dude. Like I'm giving you license. Be mediocre. I just need you to be proficient. <laughs> yeah. That's it. So you just have to. But, you know, I think everyone has that thing, right? That probably has to. This is this is not. This is probably little side topic here but i think you have to at least get to proficiency and the things you suck at mm -hmm. but from i mean from your take it's much more natural like i don't feel like is that something you've worked on though is this something you felt like you were not proficient at but now are because i don't get that sense i feel like you have you have natural ability in both spots i do and part of that was quite frankly upbringing interesting so how so well my mother has a master's in communications. Mm. So she was running uh, really technology before it was IT Yeah, in uh, a lot of different businesses. I'm a people person. Well, <laughs> like, no, that, well, that, well that, that becomes the analytical focus. Yeah. So she had a lot of the techno of the technology focus mm -hmm. of the analytics of the let's we got to look at the numbers on things. Mm. And my dad and my dad and my wife both uh, social workers. So oh. 
So, so there's EQ on that side. So I get to say that I've had uh, nearly 40 years, not being 40 years old, 40 years of secondhand social working experience. So there's a lot mm. of, that is definitely, there's not analytic focus. It's what are you thinking? What are you feeling? How are you analyzing? How are you feeling that? Tell me more. Yeah, you got the empathy. And and that builds a lot toward empathy. And that comes from upbringing from both sides of the spectrum of analytical and emotional. Shit. I have to imagine, too, because you're probably the first person I've ever. So we have shout out Adam. Adam from the Speak podcast. Friend of mine. You know, Adam. Adam's a social worker. And he's and I've, you know, shared many beers with Adam. And so I've heard the stories. So I can only imagine the um the, the emotional dump at the end of the day you know because just again you get a couple of beers and adam and like like i get it like bro that's fucking rough dude like i i have to deal with you know a pot spilling or some shit like you know you got to deal with some really heavy stuff mm-hmm. so i have to imagine that just in, you know that coming <laughs> home every single day that has to build real perspective we talk about perspective like a lot on the podcast um, I mean, you, I mean, that, did you feel that growing up? Like, well, I got it pretty good <laughs> you know, I, compared to like a lot of these stories. I, absolutely. And a big, a big chunk of that is just, I, of course, never hearing any information directly about clients because that would be severely illegal. A my, breach. And my father was sure. Sure. My sure. Father, my father has always been wonderful about maintaining confidentiality. Um, but hearing generalizations about clients of my client went through something like this and it yeah. was and it was a, it was a nightmare yeah and um just seeing the effect and, the effect on him probably emotionally coming home with some did i mean and, and, and well sure and and even to hear even occasionally with him as a child running into a person in the grocery store who embraced him and said, you saved my life. This is not an exaggeration. I have a a very distinct memory of that. Seeing that happen is an incredible trigger. Um, And at the same time, seeing the opposite side. um, You motherfucker. No, (laughs) much, much, much worse. The opposite side, seeing him mourning because he saw in the newspaper that a client had, had passed at home, which... Gotcha. Uh, is usually yeah. code. Uh, right. It, it it can bring a lot of perspective to things. Um, and of course... Man, that's got to be... And then, of course, my own perspective on a lot of things because of what I have had to go through. Right. With my wife. Totally. So, um, for since you don't know... I don't. Um, part of the reason I'm at Brooks and Brews is... I worked in an IT job. I've been in IT for almost 20 years, and I still do the side, the side gig. That's why I've been up here in this side of town today. Uh, so in 2013, my wife was diagnosed with a uh, recurrence of a brain tumor. Mm. So we fought through, we fought through chemotherapy and chemotherapy and chemotherapy and more and radiation and some more chemotherapy. And the start of 2018, uh, they said the treatments are not working. We got to try something else. And what we tried, they said, you've got a 50% chance that this will uh, help you be help 
help improve your situation. And, you know, about a 2% chance that this is going to kill you. And clearly at 37 years old and having a brain tumor a second time, we just weren't very lucky. Um, Mm. She had a stroke within weeks of starting the treatment. That's round two? Uh, that's yeah. Mm, that's Jesus. that's after five years of treatment for the for the brain tumor recurring. Um, uh, after being in the hospital for about a month, she said, "I'm I'm done. I want to go into hospice care. I'm I'm ready to go." So I was taking care wow. of I was taking care of her. Um, I was I was working from home in my IT job. I was taking care of her. Um, that April, we're, and we're coming up on two years for me, it's, so, so I'm getting a little bit nostalgic. Yeah. Um, that April, I actually lost my best friend to a blood clot, so very suddenly. Jeez. Um, this is while I was taking care of my wife for her brain tumor as she was saying, I'm ready to die. And that June, two months later, she passed. So I lost my best friend and my wife within two months. Mm. At the end of the year, my IT job said, you know, you have been doing really awesome work. Um, we really appreciate everything that you've gone through this year. I know it's been really hard. And we're reorganizing. We're going to get rid of your position at the end of the year. That's a dick move. <laughs> I, I felt that the, it was a company that I will not say their name here. I felt they should have known better. Uh, I was uh, I was crushed by that. And I said, I'm going to go do something that is for me. So I reached out to Ken, who was the yeah. manager at the Brownsburg. Shout out, Ken. Shout yeah. Out Ken. I haven't talked to Ken lately. I, I, saw him, I saw him in the last few months. He's still Ken. He's a great dude. I haven't talked for to Ken. For some reason, Ken won't talk to me, and I don't know why. I haven't talked to him since last why. night when I saw him, and we hung out oh, and really? games. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, he lives He lives a mile no, walk. No, that's right. Yeah. He lives a mile walk from me, so I oh, saw him last night. Yeah, but I, I love game nights. But I, uh, I, like, I like Ken a lot. I, yeah. I, I reached, but I reached out to him at Books and Brews because I was a, I'd been a customer. I was a yeah. mug club member, and I said, look, I I need something else. I need something for me. I want to do something that uh, where I can be with people, for one, and still use some of my abilities, uh, some of the techno- technological abilities that I've worked hard to develop. And he said, you know, I don't know what we can do here, but I, we can get you in here. That's perfectly fine. And he brought me in and said, oh, right. You actually do know what you're doing. You, you're really great with customers yeah. and it, you clearly know what to do yeah. uh, business wise. So uh, do you want to run Zionsville? That was within, th- I think, three weeks of me starting. Uh, yeah. I took over Zionsville and I've, I've been there ever since. And it's been absolutely wonderful. But that's the journey that took me here. And I had to fight through a lot of quite, quite frankly, depression and nastiness yeah, and just mental anguish, uh, to even be in a place where I can function. Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine. Well, we're extreme. We're extremely happy to have you, man. Yeah. It's, it's quite a thing to, it's quite a thing to overcome and, yeah, you talk about empathy and perspective and all those things. It's and it's uh, it's really you know. For, I know for me personally, it's a really constant battle because a lot of the little things that pop up every day in your life become so overwhelming, you know. And uh, to whereas 
to people like yourself is just like total shenanigans. Like that's not a serious, like, like 99.9999% of the shit that I deal with is not actually serious shit. And, you know? and I think that's a lot of things that people don't realize is that we, we stress and we struggle over a lot of little things like, and not even like, how am I going to pay the bills? That's, that's absolutely a big thing to struggle over. And, and how am I going to afford medicine for cancer treatment or for my kid yeah, or, Jesus. And, and that stuff is big stuff to struggle over. But a lot of people struggle over, uh, what am I going to have for dinner tonight? And how do I get the house clean and do the laundry and make dinner? Right. And the, the answer is, I don't know. But if you miss one of those things, it is a little thing and it'll be okay. Right. It's not one of the big things. You know, I, I think, I think like when I started the podcast and I know you got to, I know you got to bounce, but when I started the podcast, it's kind of the whole concept of doing business on the nano scale, you know, it's kind of, or even just, you know, we started out nano breweries. That's why I kind of attached to that. And I yeah, started thinking about that. And, and I, I think that, um, I think that a lot of times in business, everyone sits down and wants to go, cool, here's your prototype thing. What's the scale? And I, and I think, I think that that is, um, a problem. And I, and I think that that's where you're an all-star, like all time great in what you do is that it, it is very, you know, your, your level of empathy, your level of perspective, let alone your natural skill sets all combined into one, you know, make you such a great one-on-one person that people get it really quickly. I like to think so. I like so, to think that's true. So and I hope I hope you're in Congress representing us. I hope so. So what made you want to be in Congress? I realize we're going to lose him soon, so I have to ask the yeah, questions. Yeah, no, that's that a, good, that's a, that's that, a good question. It's a wonderful question. Yeah. Um, in part, it was my wife. Huh. So when we had been talking, she really had encouraged me and said, you're... You have good ideas. You have empathy. Um, you should do this. You yeah. should run. You should run for Congress. You should take that intelligence, and you should. I'm like, I, like you're you're giving me too much credit. That's I appreciate that, but it's what it's what she told me. Yeah. And That's very Midwest of all uh, of us, right? It, it's it, like no, 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 no. Well, I'm just I'm not I'm not very. Good. I, I, I mean, even even at, she's very right. Even at books and brews, when I when people say, "Sir, can I get?" and I, I always tell them. I appreciate that you called me sir and didn't follow it with you're making a scene. Uh, <laughs> I am no sir. I, I, I am no sir. But, I, am no, I thought that was a nice thing to say. Uh, My father was a sir. <laughs> I am no sir. She, she encouraged me and she said, you should do this. And of course, taking care of her was my 1000% top priority while she was here, whether yeah. it was, I'm, and she was, for most of the five years that she was diagnosed, she was unable to drive. Um, she couldn't Boy. because she was having seizures, mm. multiple seizures every day. Um, and there was a lot of, I didn't want her to cook. There were a couple times that she, you know, she turned the stove on and she forgot to turn it off. Mm. And yes, you can cook, but I really don't want you to burn the house down. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was doing a lot of the cooking, the cleaning, you know, everything and everything. 
not only that, and I was the I was the breadwinner. Right. Um, so I was caretaker also, and the breadwinner. So I was also yeah. working 40, 50 hours a week in an IT job. And so that was obviously never going to happen while she was here. Um, and when she passed, I stepped back. I, I obviously stepped back from IT as well and came over here. And I did a lot of soul searching and said, this is the time to do this. Um, and, and not only that, let's be frank, I'm, I, I am a Democrat. I'm running as a Democrat. And I'm going to be talking a lot about health care on the campaign. And we had good health care. We had, we had good insurance, not great insurance, not, but good insurance. And we got destroyed by health care costs. Mm. Um, a, a, some of those costs were mitigated by the insurance, obviously, because that's what insurance is for. But we were still left with thousands and thousands of dollars in debt every year that wasn't covered by insurance. And the only reason uh, that I'm not still buried in debt to this day is because, again, I have an MBA. I have a computer science degree. I have an education. I have intelligence. I know how to manage the money so that it did not destroy my family and me Yeah. Um, in the aftermath but how many people and exactly would and, have been totally demolished by and that? And exactly, yeah. and that's exactly where I'm coming from. Is I have a lot of skill and ability in knowing how to finagle and organize my finances so that I could take care of some of those problems in advance. Like I was booked, I was banking five thousand dollars so that every January I could pay our insurance deductible mm, wow. because I knew it. Holy I shit. knew it was going to happen without fail. Not gonna lie, I got demolished. <clears throat> I got demolished by just what they tax you if you didn't have health insurance that year. Oh, yeah. I got smoked two years sure. in a row. Nothing you could do about it. Sure, like you need to have insurance, and we're giving people insurance. I don't have enough to cover it. Oh, you owe us seven hundred dollars during tax season, and seven hundred dollars is <clears throat> is that's a big number. That's a big number for a lot of families. Mm-hmm. And why are we doing that? We we need to have healthcare as as a right. And I don't know. I don't necessarily mean that that we have to have Medicare for all tomorrow. Yeah. That doesn't. I I don't think that's practical. But the fact that we all need to have good access to good healthcare without the pos- without bankrupting and destroying our family in the process. There should never be a point where you have to to choose between. Am I going to have money for food and rent this month, or am I going to have my life-saving cancer medication? And that's just not something anyone should ever have to pick between. Well, and I'll give you the the hyper major the hyper minority of the people who are listening to this perspective, the people who are in small business, that there's no possible way that they're to the point yet where they can oh, give yeah. employer yeah employer yeah you can't give insurance is that. I lose people every other month. I, I'm losing an employee right now who's a fantastic employee because I can't afford to provide employer health care. Like, I lose people all the time for that. So if that were to ever happen, I would I would guarantee that my retention rates and the the level of skill that I would have in, in my personal business labor force yeah. would 
I mean, it would skyrocket. It would, abso- it would absolutely it would, skyrocket. It would absolutely. Well, at that point, people can work not where not not where not where they get benefits. Not where they have to work. Not where yes. they have to work. Where but they want to. Where work. they want to work. I'm I'm not just at- want not just want to because I think I think because I think that might be separated because words matter and exactly what you're saying but just a different word where they feel that they're substantiated like they feel substantial they feel like they're doing is making a difference you know because you know because I think I, I I want to work at SeaWorld. that's fun I like dolphins you know what I mean but like I love dolphins I love dolphins you don't like dolphins dude? dolphins are my favorite dolphins are but like working somewhere where you really feel like you're making a difference now th- now that's now there's not a, a ton of places because that identifies differently different people like a restaurant might be that place where they're really identifying with some people and there's definitely going to be anyway agreed hundred uh, percent I 100 percent feel like I am making a difference while I'm working at books and brews. I do too. I, I get wonderful customer Thank feedback. Thank you. That's really cool. And yeah, I, I don't know what the percentage would be if I broke it down of customers that are not customers. They are friends at this point. Right. And when they walk in, I don't, I don't greet them by name. I greet them by name and I give them a hug because it's great to see them and they are friends. Yeah. I keep but, in touch with so many extra people <clears throat> for that reason. Yeah, I mean, there's yeah hundreds and hundreds. Even, I mean, hundreds. I couldn't even tell you how many, the amount of people, at all. I mean, there's there's I mean, this is and this is just quick side note. Let's you go, Ben. It's getting it's getting late, but like I have to pee too. Okay, yeah, we're we're getting low on beer. <laughs> I need a beer. But <laughs> I, I I mean my my board my quote unquote board that I call I call my board. Okay. Are Guy, Kamal, and Pete. It's like my three Hall of Famers yeah. that were back in the day when I was barps. One store brewing beer, trying to serve all the same time. Uh, they basically kept me in business. They would come every day at lunch, especially Pete and Guy, uh, and then Kamal would come weekly. Uh, and they were like, champ. And, so, and so the champ, the champ, who wants to shot the champ? Kamal the champ. Great and so all of them worked through at some point. Guy joined my. Guys in my band, <laughs> my ridiculous band, <laughs> that is somehow a thing that we play and it's ridiculous and people show up to see, which is hilarious. Pete, you gonna come play at our anniversary in Zionsville? Yeah, totally. That would he be did awesome. Last year, yeah. right? Well, not at the anniversary. He didn't we, last we played, year. Oh, we Son didn't. No, bitch. you didn't play at all. You haven't yeah. played there since I've started. We didn't. We 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 played Farron's birthday is what we did. Oh, and that was the last time. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Because I'm trying to get Amanda to join the band because she's amazing. Gosh, oh she's yeah, a, she's a wonderful singer. And so. Uh, I've okay. only heard her sing No Diggity. Yeah, that's that's it. But that's she's but crushed she kills it. it. But she kills it. She uh, kill Pete made our brew system when it kept, kept it, catching on fire. Literally. He, he, yeah, did literally catch on fire. A couple of fireballs in the actual brew pots. Yes. Not even still sure how that happened. Nope. But that's... <laughs> I'm scared for my life. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, and then uh, made our keg washer. Yes. And now has whatever... Uh, you get the idea. Kamal uh, built I, furniture, multiple stores with the furniture for us. Pete showed up at my house on the south side now <laughs> yeah. to help me with, a, with an electrical issue. Oh, literally awesome. a, week, a week ago, so I can get a free nest egg and a nest installed. So spying? Is he spying? 
Well, and, no. that spy tech? And, no. And, no. And, and really. IPO will give you that shit. So that's that's the level you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, it's well, like really life-changing relationships. Well, and, and let's be perfectly fair. You sent out an email, I'm going to say three weeks ago. Okay. Just pointing out that. Uh-oh. 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 Here we go. No, this is great. I deleted that shit. No, this is wonderful. This is wonderful. Oh, good. You sent out an email to, I think, all, all the Indianapolis stores and said, hey, there's this guy, Andy, the handyman. Yeah. Who yeah, has been and, doing... Andy, Andy. Andy, Andy. Andy, Andy, it's, Andy it's, dude. It's Andy, it's Andy oh, the handyman. I call that, yeah. number, I call that number for totally um, different reasons. <laughs> Stop it. This dude is the coolest. He is. He's, he's a really cool he's guy. He's an awesome guy. He, and uh, you found him because I think uh, he was going into Brownsburg pretty regularly. Literally chance occurrence. Just a dude at the bar. Yeah. He start kicking it. Well, he and, starts talking about his, you know, his going on in his life. He's now a handyman. He's working. And yeah. I'm like, that's a pretty, I, I, I could use that shit. Well, yeah. And, and Nate and I signed him up for the mug club on like his second or third visit to Zionsville because he was, he kept coming in. He's an awesome guy and all time. Great. And like, Andy's he's a, Andy, for sure. He is a good friend. Like I would not hesitate to call him for something going wrong with my house. I'd like to hang out with Andy. Dude, he's and, cool. He is a cool guy. And every time he comes in, he's wonderful to hang out with. Absolutely wonderful guy. So just pointing out, that's the kind of community we build. Totally. Very cool. Well, Ben, I'll let you go. I know you got traffic to beat. We're going to come back and we're going to talk some shenanigans on this other side. But Ben, thank you. Good luck. shenanigans. (laughs) Ben, I hope you get elected, man. It's going to be cool. I always say, last last bit. Can I vote for you? Is that a thing? I'll vote for you. Can I say that? Uh, You probably can't unless you live in Indiana's 4th Congressional District. Oh, yeah. You probably live too far away. Where's that? It's more it, like Brownsburg, Zionsville-ish. It's Hendricks County and Putnam County all the way up to Tippecanoe County and all the surrounding counties, so that's Lafayette, and over to Kokomo. Uh, yeah, but if you're east of that, then no, you probably can't vote. Even Zionsville is outside the district, but Whitestown is in. I know people. So this is this is the nicest thing I could possibly say about this. This is my number one beef with politics in general. Uh, and why, very admittedly, people don't talk... I know people don't talk about politics. It's weird, like... I understandable abstain a lot <laughs> because I never find people that I identify with. And part of the reason why I really hope you win is because one of my biggest quotes that I like to say too much to annoy people is that, uh, the people who are smart enough to actually do that job are smart enough to not want it. <laughs> you're right. You're, the, you're not wrong. Because that's how hard, that's that's how ridiculous <laughs> those jobs are. And I think that you are the opposite. You are the person who's smart enough to run that job. And against your better, <laughs> your better judgments, you're going to do it. And so I really, really hope you do it. So anyway, thanks, Ben. Cheers, man. Go designs. We'll see Ben. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, this dude, art, 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 your face, face, face. So Ben is not here anymore. Bye-bye, Ben. Bye, Ben. Hello, Pete. Ugly Pete. Dude, ugly Pete, back on the cast. Pete was sitting at the bar. We said, Pete, come join the shenanigans. So here he he is. Yes. The second half of the show. I know you guys can't wait for it. Come out of the bullpen. Coming out of the pen. (laughs) Bring in the righty. Are you ready? I'm ready. I know. I, I know you got. I know uh, Leo, right? Your kid. Yes. You tied his right hand behind his back, so he had to throw left-handed. Is that true? <laughs> yes. Every parent wants their kids to be yes, left-handed. Yes. Lefties get paid, son. You got to be lefty. Got to buy special scissors. <laughs> yeah. That um, well. Yeah. That evens out, right? Like all the shit they got to put up with because nothing. The mitts. The mitts are more expensive. Everything's <laughs> yeah. more expensive. Yeah. Golf clubs four times. All has to be 
like specially ordered online, <laughs> customized. That's <laughs> so funny. You got art? You got art, Pete? Ooh. You been reading, Brian? Yeah, yes. I, know, I know what you're reading. Your fucking phone. Oh, so listen to this. <laughs> yes, I am. Yes. As of this past weekend. The, okay. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I went to what's called the... Tell me. Library. Oh, Whoa. really? And I got myself a... Come on. Don't... What? Library card. Oh, co- okay. And you know... You're you can, now a card-carrying member. Do you know what you can do if you're a card-carrying member? Uh, uh, tell me. Overdrive? You can... You overdrive. can check out audiobooks. Yes. Do you have the app? It's not called Overdrive. Are you guys... Are you telling me something I don't know about? Yeah, there's an app called Overdrive on your phone. It's awesome. You can... You don't have to, like, check out the CDs, bro. Are you checking out the CDs? No, 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 and no. popping no. the CDs? No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I love that that's where we are. This is the new shit. New shit. That we're making fun of you. Yes. For potentially using a CD player. But I'm not player. doing that, but you're right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's where mean, we are in 2020. You're, you're inserting a disc, you, you dumb bitch. You're using your hands. You guys were so ready to light me up. With on your the side old ass. Were. You guys looked at me like, please, please say Dude, yes. Please say please yes. Please say that you're getting... A CDs, a set of. Uh, I'm not. Please insert disc five. The best part is Jason I, and I used telepathy there. We're like, oh, oh, you, oh I saw oh my god, I felt it. Oh, it bitch! Is, <laughs> you guys were like, we're about to with the old your grandma technology. I <laughs> a broken stake gray ass. hair. Have old. you heard of this intro net? <laughs> How does so, this work? Bing, 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 I, don't, bong, bong, I, don't, I don't have a bees on tees yet. Okay. But I'm There's a, books on tape for those I'm about not to bees on tees you're so to, hard. You're about to bees on tees? I'm about to bees on tees so hard. How hard? So hard. <laughs> 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 what? So I just want you to know. What? So literally you have no art yet. You no, just it's, ha- it's, it's pre-art. You just, it's pre-art. You have it's like when thing. you're really going to town, getting ready to art. You're, om- <laughs> and, you're almost And you're arting. like almost going to art. And but it's not not yet. <laughs> it's not yet. It's not, it's not time yet. You're teasing so I'm art. Pre-arting. I don't like it. I don't, so, I don't like how so, that feels. I just want the art. The pre-art. I just want the art. Well, That's yeah, what happens when you're gotta, a teenager. You, you pre-arted. Work, yeah, you got to work your way up. Okay. I feel like we're talking about two different things. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever do you mean, Jason? So, so I do have some art. Yes. What is it? So a Netflix series did that I, I sent to you guys. <laughs> yes, you did. That is called, I am not okay with this. <laughs> All right. So it's not dirty, but it does go on. Last episode, okay. when Brian was talking about um, the Amazon series where the superheroes and the guy runs through the girl. Oh, yeah. So oh. in this series. Oh, the bo- is it the boys? The boys. The boys. So it's someone who runs like the Flash and he ran through a woman and she yes. exploded. Literally, because he ran through her. So this is—I have not watched that yet, but I—I I have I to watch I it. Oh my it goodness! I'm sorry. You I'm had so a whole week. It? I know. God, Pete, Pete, take it easy. Did you watch it, Pete? I've—I saw it before, Brian. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I have no okay, life. Okay, I see fine. everything. Okay. So continue. But on this series, it's about a young teenage girl finding out that she has superpowers. Okay. And she gets upset at one time and blows up a guy's head. That's, is this the voice? I don't think you should get in trouble for that, I feel like. Is this the well, voice? the good part is, is how no, no, do... No. You oh. aren't paying attention because you're no. texting like a fucking teenager. And <laughs> I already teenager. sent this text We're not going to get any sponsors. You're right. Shit. If I, you don't pay the fuck attention. All right, I'm back on board. <laughs> and I sent you guys this series on February 28th. You did? This oh, series? No, yes. he did. He yes. did. I recall. Oh, I, I saw, don't... I saw what, it. Uh, what's but, it called again? 
I am not okay with this. I am not okay with this. Yeah, yeah. And Netflix mm. is really good because they were like, oh, we recommend this to you. Okay. This is our number one pick for you. So I started oh. watching it and I'm like, holy shit, this, this is, is awesome. A, okay. I like this. It starts, that's it, how it starts. It starts with someone blowing someone's head up. Uh, it does not start that way, but it does start with the lead character running down the street covered in blood. Oh, and then shit. that's like start? a that's a forward. They flash back to how that happened. Oh, okay. So it's one of those like, here's where it ends. I wonder how we got here. Yes. Yeah. Three and, days earlier. Yeah. And it's pretty good. <clears throat> I always feel like it's kind of a tease. It's like I don't know the end. If I want to know the end, I'll it just skip to the end. end. Yeah, no, I, I like to start at the beginning and work away the end. That's just me. Sometimes just I do me. like to start at the beginning. Yeah. And not get the end at the beginning. Not to rain on your or not, not to rain on no, your no, no. But no, if you're building cool. a series from the start, you're like, no, it's hey. not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. I guess movies sometimes that irritates me where it's like, wow, spoiler alert. You should have let me know. It's better if it's like closer to the beginning, you know, so that way you're like, oh, something interesting has happened and they're going to build to that. But then there's still more movie. You know what I mean? If they make it near the end, like it's usually not the end they show in that in that opening scene, but it's usually past the middle, right? Like there's still like a little bit left afterwards. But that's the only that's the only thing that gets me sometimes is like, oh, I already saw the end. Well, see, this series is only like six episodes, hmm. so it pulls you in. It's probably like a test series. Okay, like oh, I think people like this. And all of a yeah. sudden, it's like boom, has a huge following. Is it brand new? Yeah, it just came out uh, a month ago. February. Oh, okay. So it was at All the end of February. February. It's, well, yeah, it's sent old. us to it in February. <laughs> right. sent it to us. I don't know if this when it came out. I don't even I remember. Burp. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> that was the you ever burp and you don't weird. Get, you ever no. Get, you ever burp and you no. don't get it all out? There's like still like 10% of burp left. And you're just like, I got no, I've never said, oh, yeah. oh, I'm gonna burp. Here, I'll just say the word burp. Yeah, that's a thing for me. Yeah. Yeah, that can't <laughs> I do not want to hear you fart. <laughs> oh, hey, here's a fart. Fart. <laughs> I got that. Uh, that's funny. Actually, so, if you can make yeah. your butt make the- that say <laughs> fart, that's that's really good. <laughs> this is true second half material here. Right. In the in the game of baseball, everyone drink. That oh. I got that from uh my old, uh, one of my favorite people that I've ever worked with, co-workers, his nickname was Banger. So he called him, called him Banger. So he got the nickname, Banger. not the way you think. But when he was in the minor leagues, he would go, usually in the minor leagues, the pitchers don't uh, shag a whole lot during BP. They stand out. By got, shag, do you mean? Sh- the word, sh- so shagging fly balls, not no, not intercourse. Oh, like you're I thinking about the word shagging. Ducky. No, yeah. So during batting practice, this is what happens: is that everyone who plays their position is not hitting, stands in their position to get live reads. Are right? You're talking about baseball. Yeah, it's talking about baseball. Because <laughs> you're on your fucking phone. I'm not even on it. Put it down. God damn it! I was just kidding. <laughs> so <laughs> in the outfield, you have the outfielders. The, if the fellow. outfielders are out there. They want people to get out of the way because they want to get live reads off the bat during batting practice. But especially when the outfielders go in, like it's usually you group the positions so the outfielders turn. So all the outfielders are now in hitting, hitting in the uh, during BP, which means it's a free for all in the outfield. Well, a lot of the pitchers will just fuck around and sit and talk like they're in uniform. They're supposed to be out there actually sh- getting the balls and throwing them back in. But a lot of them will just fuck around. Once in a while, you get the overzealous dude who wants to like fucking chase and dive 
every ball. So that was banger because he would like literally play every ball in batting practice like it was the ninth inning of the World Series. Mm. And he'd smash into the fence and he'd dive, you know, for batting practice balls. So everyone started calling him banger because he kept banging into the wall and shit. <laughs> it yeah. was banger because he ran into the fucking wall during batting practice. He's a pitcher. Oh, yeah. And also, he didn't have a Facebook account because that's what he's like. He's like, I don't, I don't well, know. Well, you get caught like that. I don't know anybody. Like, my yeah, past you, is the past. <laughs> you get caught like that. Shout out Banger. Shout out Banger. One of my favorite people ever. Like, ever? Ever? Did you ever call him the C word? No. <laughs> no, no. Like rock star? Oh, yeah, dude. Oh, <laughs> Dude, I, I'm not my finest moment. I'm I'm sad in the last. If you listen to the last podcast, you can hear my my story about calling an adult man a cunt at one point because I got so mad at him. And it's not my finest moment. And I'm really sorry that I didn't point out that I was disappointed in myself for this story. It felt like I was, you know, saying this was a cool story because the punchline to that whole story was we lost that game, and partially because I got so pissed off. When you he in your came, own head. When he and came up the next yeah. time, I tried to hit him, <laughs> and I mi- and there's a runner on third, and you I missed him. Missed. Oh, that's got even mind. And then oh. a run scored, so now I'm even more pissed oh, off. Oh yeah, you mind fuck yourself. And then I ended up walking him. Yeah. So like, his mind fuck 100 yeah, percent worked. You like fucked his mind percent on yourself. 100% worked. Oh, and so not only do I feel bad about myself. I feel like that kid just that I, what I said that made me feel that I, really bad. That I said he was a fucking cunt and he just <laughs> shut his goddamn mouth. But also, he got everything he wanted. And he more. wanted to make me mad. And more. He made me mad. He yep. wanted me to try to hit him and I missed. Oh. He and, and he wanted me to walk everyone and I did. And the umpire. Please tell me you, you took a really hot shower when you got home. <laughs> no, I don't recall you what should. kind of shower I took you when I got have. home. But I just remember son of a after the game being like, I just got played like a fucking piano yeah. by the rock star. By the fucking rock star. Oh, and that was even was worse. That no, that he had on the back of his fucking jersey. Oh, right. <laughs> you know what this reminds me this of? This is a guy that people like so little, they told him he couldn't play anymore. Oh, we got like, this is like a bro. Uh, like, literally, every call we get is about you. You're a garbage person. You cannot play in this league anymore. <laughs> Dude, that reminds me of a movie called Pixels. Dude, pe- yeah, Peter okay. Dinklage. Bring it back. Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Tell me. He was called, what was it called? Like, the fire, uh, the, uh, I can't remember, but, uh, but he all a, I remember is that he, he had, had a the scene. name with the bullet, and, and he was like, oh, no, call me the fire. Oh God! So there's a scene, there's a callback <laughs> scene where they go to bust because now aliens are invading, mm-hmm. right? But the aliens are invading in like '80s video, video games. games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so they 16 bit. So Peter Dinklage is a champion video game player, Dunk but he's in jail. Yes. So they, so they got a sick mullet. So they got to take him out of jail to defend against the aliens. So there's a scene where he tries to do like the. Like in The Rock, Sean Connery, one of the famous lines is, I don't want to pay taxes yet anymore, forever. And they're like, cool, fine, whatever, help us save the world. And so Peter Dinklage tries it, and they're like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, yeah, no, it's cool. Never mind. Yeah. (laughs) So is his character in Pixel better than Knights of Badassdom? By far. Ooh, By ooh, far. No, ooh, careful. I, I, careful. Okay, because Knights of Badassdom. His character in Knights of Badassdom. But he's like tripping on acid the whole movie. No, not the whole movie. No, but he <laughs> literally he's basically makes fun of him his own, his own character from Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's basically like... It's, okay. it's like... 
it's that doesn't as mean if to me. Scary Movie, the movie Scary Movie came out, yeah. and David Arquette and every like Marlon Wayans was in. Is Marlon Wayans in Scary Movie? No. At oh yes, two, yes, Scary two. Movie. At yeah, scary. but is he lampooning himself? I don't think he is really. No. So it'd be literally. I don't think this ever happened in the history of movie making. It would be like Courtney that, Cox. Yeah, making fun screen. of herself. Her own character <laughs> yeah. that she played. That's literally why Knights of Badassdom is one of my favorite. I didn't know that that happened. Ever. What? Well, you I, don't watch Game of Thrones. No. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, fucking you don't have to watch Game of Thrones <laughs> to know his fucking character. Get back to Pexels. Pexels? Pixels. 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 Pexels. Pexels is a website. That's when you have little pecs. Those yeah, are pe- Pexels. Pexels Aww. is a website <laughs> where you get free <laughs> pictures. It's weird. Tiny. Not those kind of pictures. Uh, don't. don't. Sure. It's, like Do royal, not, it's like royalty free, like Photoshop. On this this, this moment, damn it. This. moment no, sponsored by you Do it. Not Google This. If you want to get business Pexels. pictures and not pay for them, that's the place to go. Do not like Google to get pictures Pexels. of the business, and I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can find that anywhere. Good news. Isn't that the most... Okay, I'm going to take five seconds oh, and go, go off script here. here we go. How is the porn off, industry... Off script like we're on... <laughs> how is the porn industry yep. a multi-trillion dollar industry when all the shit's on there for free? I haven't figured that out either. I advertising. Don't under- agree. Who the fuck? Who's advertising? What There's, are they advertising? Okay, I feel I very. They don't even need to. I Obviously, even, they don't need to. I don't no, know I'm the, talking about underneath I'm the video. Very, Maybe there's like a scrolling advertisement. I'm very interested <laughs> in the PL for like Pornhub. Uh, PL? Yes, profit and loss statements. Oh, because they, I was going somewhere different like, with that. They're not advertising anywhere. No, they're you not. You don't have to. And you know what? There's not it's like comes in autofill and oh, everyone's Google. Hard. No, I'm talking about <laughs> damn it. you want to advertise your product on their site. Well, yeah. They maybe maybe Folgers in. is but, on there. But think they about stay it. Stay up all night. <laughs> think about it. When was the last stay time up you, all night and watch the last advertisement? This is legitimate business questions. When was, when was the last advertisement you saw on a porn site? Go. The only ads are the yeah, ads for exactly, their own porn exactly, sites. Exactly. It's like, are you enjoying know. this porn site? Yeah. You should visit the same porn site <laughs> this, you're on. Or this I'm other. I'm already here other, and getting all the shit or for this free. Other equally porn. porn Why sites. would I buy some porn site? They when make it's all their money off site. viruses. It's viruses they upload to your stuff and so oh, you're going to go. Shit. So no, no, no. They make the money the off the an antivirus <laughs> software. They give <laughs> you the virus so and they say the so antivirus. That's like, a government shit so right there. it's just like sex. We're going to get... Just yeah. like sex. You can't We're even gonna, have sex with yourself safe anymore. <laughs> yeah. You're still going to catch I'm a virus. I'm not sure if I'm going to cut this or not, but it's all pretty funny. <laughs> it's pretty good. Oh, man. Don't you dare. Cl- don't don't you dare. dare close By the way, eyes. you brought up this topic. You no, no, did. I did, because it's legitimate. <laughs> I'm very you interested. you cut me off if you bring it up. What are the expenses? I mean, obviously, there's software engineers. <laughs> obviously, Old there's... Old mansions. Yeah, you have to Pizza have... Pizza guys. <laughs> the only... So far in the history of Nanner the podcast, <laughs> season three, the only, the only editing I've had to do... Has been when Pete's on the show, so <laughs> I, I did bring it. Pete didn't even do it. Pete didn't even do it. It's your influence. It's your influence on the room. I blame Pete. <laughs> I do. For the record, everyone My here blames. My chest hurts from laughing. Everyone here blames Pete. For the record, don't you dare cut that. Don't, okay. Well, what are you gonna do about it? <laughs> Aladdin, comfortable. Oh, the middleman. Have you ever seen that? It's all about the guys that develop. No, the, is it documentary? No, but. It's a, a movie based on a oh. true story where they built the the credit card reading and that's for where it came online from, right? porn. Yeah. Right. Is that they built it in order to charge for porn so there wouldn't be online credit card systems if it weren't for pornography. 
Right. Online, specifically. It, it, at least be a few years behind. They're like, hey, everyone wants to see this. What should we do? Charge them. One of the best part was they were like, oh, we cannot. There's parts in the movie and they're like, we cannot say Pornhub. So we're going to call it entertainment businesses. Is That's going to be the charge on your oh, credit Oh, like card. on the credit card statements. Yeah. It, yeah. And they were talking about how they do that. And there's a scene where. This Isn't there a couple stars in this? Who's, who are the stars? That, is it Luke Wilson? Luke Wilson. Okay. Mm. And it's pretty good. They get caught up with like the mafia and have fun. Always but there's the a mafia, whole, dude. It's just well, like yeah, just like millions. <laughs> mafia is fun. But at the same time, there's a whole scene in there where they're jacking around. These guys are like cokeheads from NASA that came up with this, and it's based on a true story. And he's rifling around through the desk drawer, and he goes, "I just found a million dollar check underneath the Snickers." Oh yeah. Well, he's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that in there." I'm like, oh, "How do you forget about a million dollar check?" Oh man, now I want I that problem. Now I want a Snickers. <laughs> That's always, I think that's the number one. I think every story that starts off with some sort of scheme or shenanigans, the mob is going to find it. Oh, for sure. So I don't know if you remember or not, but there was a documentary or no, it wasn't a documentary, but it was like a recreatment, you know, historical fiction thing. Kind of like that. But it no, no, no. Donnie Brasco. No, no. Back uh, around the year 2000. In the year 2000. It was called Confessions of a Campus Bookie. Oh, I out of Arizona that. State, and so when I was a sophomore or junior in college, that dude had already gone through, like it was late nineties uh, that he he did his thing, he got busted, and part of his like work release sort of thing is that he had to tour campuses and talk about it. So he came to Michigan when I was there, and it was so it was the guy from the movie. You heard him talk. Yeah, yeah, and he's talk. He told us the whole fucking story. And so the story was like he started out being this campus bookie and kind of like my Phil Ivy story. He got to a point where he was like, I'm taking bets. And it's, there was one week and he had some game. It was like Georgetown versus South Carolina. Don't remember what it was. And he was like, everyone's picking Georgetown. Everyone. And he was like, if that game would have gone Georgetown, he's like, I would have been broke and I would never would have done it again. But the other team won. And I won tons of money. Ooh. So now I'm in the game. Well, at the same time, I'm starting to be a bookie on campus friend with a basketball player. And as I'm friend with the basketball player, they start talking. And he was like, yo, what if I gave you X amount of money and you just make sure that you cover the spread? And it was some gimme game. It was some bullshit game, right? And he was like the first, he's like part of the problem. What happened was the first game we did, it was some like make it up, right? Like Arizona State versus, you know, South Carolina State, like Division Two, like warm-up game type shit where they're like, minus 25 and he was like they blew him out they won by like 40 points he didn't have to do anything because the game was over like the game covered the spread easy so now it's easy money for him and me and so i give him cash you know and now we're playing right and so now as the games start to go on of course as the games are tighter like minus two minus three well it's pretty easy for someone to like throw a ball away when you're the star of the show and you're going to play no matter what, because at every college team, no matter what the sport is, there's a handful of guys that know they're in the lineup no matter what. And to fake a mistake, especially in crunch time, is pretty easy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same thing for the refs. Same thing, thing why the refs took money is because for the refs to very subtly fuck you, yeah. to very subtly, all it takes is 
the game, if the spread is six and the game's at seven, you call a foul, it goes to the line. That's not, it's a questionable, like how many questionable calls happen? Yeah. Oh, in basketball. Every trip, man, every trip. So it's pretty easy. So same thing for a basketball player. Like you boot one, you throw one away, you throw an errant pass, you hang on to it too long. You take five seconds in the lane on defense, you know, same thing, the opposite. The spread is you're one point off, and you make kind of an egregious foul to send him to the line, and boom, right at the end, without anybody noticing, two fouls caught. The game is over, but they make both the free throws, and you cover the spread. And so he's like, but the problem is, obviously, we're making money. Anytime you make money, you draw you draw attention. Mm-hmm. Anytime things, all of a sudden, you get 10 games in a row where they cover the spread, and now I'm ad-libbing because I can't remember his speech 100%, yeah, yeah. but the whole point is now the mob starts being coming to the door. And as soon as the mob's at the door, it's fucking over, dude. Right. Oh, absolutely. Because <laughs> they're like, if they... Absolutely. We, we know you have a guy in your pocket on the team. And we want that. We want you on that. And now that the mob's involved, like, it's not just a suggestion anymore. No, and now we need it to go the other way. You right. need to lose. Right. right. We're, we're losing this one. Right. Which takes a lot more <laughs> right. than just covering the spread. And so he, you know, it was funny because he started into the whole thing and it was like, here's my sort of like prison speech. And then as soon as like he swore once and you could tell this guy was like a very New Yorker anyway, right? That was going to school at Arizona State, if I'm remembering, right? Maybe I'm wrong in the story. And then all of a sudden he started cussing and then it was over. Like he's like, oh, fucking in the fucking, you know, and I'm like, this is hilarious. (laughs) Even more hilarious because the guy sitting next to me on our baseball team was campus bookie while I was there. <laughs> and he was just, I, and he I was paid just, for two semesters of college being the campus. Yeah. Bookie. He was like, I don't know what he's talking about, dude. I'm making bank off of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> now he didn't have anybody's pocket and nobody's betting on baseball, by the way. God damn it. <laughs> right. Baseball, baseball, baseball. Mm. Everyone's drinking. So my art in your face anyway. Anyway, that's good. Go, Confessions of Campus Bookie. I need to go back. I've actually never watched it, but that dude was highly entertaining because right. the shit got real hairy real fast. And of course, you know the feds. Was he his own actor in the movie? No, no, no. It's oh. it's a it's a fictional, you know. That had been awesome. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's the same story as like it started off as this characters. thing, and you next know, next thing you know, the fucking mob is around telling me they're gonna <laughs> kill me if I don't do yeah. X Y Z. So check it out. The other thing I'll talk about is Masterclass, dude. Did I talk about Masterclass last time? I yes. I did? Okay, yeah. I talked about the hostage negotiator. You did. It was great. So I watched a couple other ones. I watched, uh, there's aver- the advertising firm. Abby, Abby. The stuttering gets me. I get excited. Uh, that did like the Got, the Got Milk campaign and uh, the Bud, Wise, Err, Frogs. Yeah. And a whole bunch of Super Bowl ads and stuff. They were on the Masterclass talking about advertising. Uh, the Disney CEO, dude, I didn't even fucking realize Like, you sort of think about it. So Disney had a CEO from like 2005 until recently. He just retired. He just retired. Yeah. Bob Iger's or Iger is his name. In his tenure at Disney. Yeah. They bought Pixar. Can I drop some knowledge on they you? They bought Marvel. Have you ever heard they of They bought Star Wars. Star Lucas Films. Do you have Disney Plus? Those are fucking, and they started Disney Plus. Do you have Disney Plus? I do not. And they bought Fox. Dude, they, they they did all of that just during his tenure. Okay. They bought fucking everyone. Listen to oh, me. That's bonkers. Listen to me. Listening. All right. Very closely. I've had What you need on. to do is get Disney Plus. No, not going to do that. Just do it. Why? You can for, just use my account. For us. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. I will use Pete's <laughs> One account. One show will make it worthwhile. 
It's called The Imagineers. Okay, this is new. This really is new. The Imagineers. Okay, tell me. I promise you it is totally worthwhile. Okay. What it is, Yep. it is legit. Imagine if you were Walt Disney himself. The Walt Disney. The, the Walt, Walt Disney, okay. okay? You're drawing Mickey Mouse. Yes, you're drawing him. And, and what happens next? And you want to start a place called Disneyland. Disneyland? Disneyland. Is that what happens next? Yes. Okay. okay. And and then what happens? And people are like, hey, you're fucking crazy. Right? Like, like on acid. You are an old guy. And you have all these cartoon and characters. there's a mini fucking mouse. mouse. <laughs> okay. And that's what you have. <laughs> right? Seriously. That's the beginning. Yeah. There are six hours at least of this show. And it is Basically, everyone telling him he's a fucking idiot. It's fucking phenomenal. No, the first maybe two, maybe, are him alive. It's okay. it's, it's the story of oh, it's Disney. Just, it's just in general, the whole the oh, whole thing. Yeah, of Disney. And it gets to Bob Iger at the end, or oh, Iger's. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And it goes through stage by stage by stage by stage of massive shakeup of this huge corporation, and also them expanding to. Disney Japan, like it is. Yeah, the, yeah, that, that's what. And he did that too. That's what he did. Uh, Shanghai, right? Yeah, like, they cover. That's China. They that's cover Shanghai. What well, was Japan? Every Tokyo. Every step. That would be every. Tokyo. Se- it's it's. I I've never been a Disney fan in my whole life, and I was fucking, like I was like I need I need another episode. I need another. I need to know what Disney's happens. Disney's almost and then, so ingrained. And then it ran out because it's we're here. Like, but but Disney's so ingrained in our culture that it's almost like you can't. Well, yeah, it's like you can't cool you can't not consume their content. Everyone's seen Little Mermaid. But everyone's cool seen part. Lion King. Here's cool everyone's part seen you know. Is it goes to places that haven't people like that us don't know Disney that don't know that 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 they are not engulfed in that. That can't be possible. It is. And hey hey, how do you sell them? How do you sell them on that dream? Well, see, there's a mouse. <laughs> see, here's the thing. And like a dog man thing, Frozen. What the fuck is good? Frozen? Frozen was well, see, the. You have to let it go. So Frozen. Have to. So like, no, but seriously, like it's it's Frozen that, was the cross cultural. Frozen. Moment. Frozen has been translated into more languages in the Bible. than any other Disney film. <laughs> but seriously, before it was before Frozen, and they talk about how Shanghai and how Europe and mm-hmm. how they failed initially because they didn't counter. Part of the reason that Disney failed initially going into Europe yep. is they didn't factor in wine. The tiny detail. What? Seriously. The tiny detail of, hey, this society, it has nothing to do with children or adults. It has to do with wow. culture and wine. Yeah. They have wine and in And where was meal. that? This is uh, the, the Euro... Okay, Euro Disney. It was one of the first expansions. And where's Euro Disney? That's in, is that in Paris or something? I think or, that's uh, in Paris. And okay. so, again, it's tiny details about... Like the shit that we would never, but it's also the whole show. That's fascinating. It is. I love it. You need to watch it. Like the whole show. I don't. I'm not even a big Disney fan, and I was overwhelmed by the tiny details, and and it was it was super fascinating. Well, I think you know what's weird is that I heard this a couple year year or so ago. I know Pete's in sales, so I know he really gets it. Is that your decision making 
center and your brain is not in your logic center. It's in your emotional center. No. Yes. That's why people talk about a gut feeling. I got a gut feeling because you make decisions based on your emotions, not on based on logic. So that's why if you're a boss, you don't go in and go, if you do X, Y, Z, you'll make more money. People go, whatever, fuck you, boss. You know, if you go in and you're like, hey, how would it feel if you had a hundred more dollars in your pocket? What would you spend it on? How would you feel about spending? People go, oh, that's interesting. Let me think about how I would feel having a new, you know, video game. That would feel great. So then they'll all do that thing. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. That, that's on a, those, on, those things are fascinating. The whole business sort of like XYZ and history and all those things. I, I love all that shit. That, so the new CEO is from Indiana. I don't know who it is. Who it's, I, I don't know the guy's name. I, okay. I heard an article. But there's a big fear because he's a very money-centered guy. Mm. And they're scared that he's not going to do the expansions that was done before. Because uh, he's profit, profit, profit kind of guy. We spent a lot of money on these things we've bought over the last 15 years. We bought basically fucking everyone. Oh, and we, we bought all the shit that's good. All of it. All yeah. of it. Yeah, we didn't pick up bargain bin shit here. Yeah. We didn't it's pick not, up DC. We picked up Marvel. Yeah, yeah this we didn't right. go out yeah. and buy Converse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like we bought Nike Under Armour yeah. like right out of the gate. <laughs> Who's the best shit we can buy? We're buying it. Fuck you. Right. Oh, a streaming service? <laughs> We're not giving our shit away for free. We're selling everybody only on our shit, and everybody bought in. Amazing! Mm -hmm. I can't. Did you, Dude, how that you task, the forward you thinking of that, that is really so. Yeah, his masterclass too is really good. So there's the other masterclass. I'm almost done with all the business ones. I'm kind of sad about. And there's some more shenanigans. Oh, the man. other masterclass that I really liked that I finished, um, although it felt a little more product placementy, like it felt a little bit like I'm only doing this to sell my shit, is a uh, Howard Schultz. Who started Starbucks was on there. And uh, his shit was fascinating too, just because he's like, and also there's a woman, and I, I I forget her name that I'm listening to right now, but she started Spanx. Oh. She started with 5,000 bucks. And Spanx, she's a billionaire. Yes. And, and all literally she does is lie to men. And literally, with her Spanx. <laughs> is it false she, advertising. She weaves a web of fucking lies. And literally, her whole business was just like, like hey, I don't have anything to you, wear under white pants. You see what you see? It's not what you get. And it's like, how about we, how about we cut off the feet from leggings, or not leggings? Uh, what's the name for the pantyhose? Leggings. Pantyhose. I'm gonna cut feet off pantyhose. Start there, and then we're gonna make it. Super tight, billions suck in of all dollars. Your fat, billions of dollars. Lie to young men, dude. It's crazy. It's so and you bad. know what's interesting about her story? And that's not even why I started it. Is that <laughs> is that seriously? Is that she's also no MBA. She was a, she sold fax machines, and she was just like, I need I need this thing. It doesn't exist. She took two years to figure it out. And then she when she's in a manufacturer, she's talking about manufacturing, and she's like, she's wearing it. She's like, why doesn't this feel good? And, and they're like, well, you know, here we got the thing and there's like this rubber thing that's, you know, and she's like, what if we lose that? I'm like, no, 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 that's how it always has been done. Like, we've always just had this rubber thing. She's like, what if we don't use it? What if we don't? And they're like, no, 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 that's how we do it, though. That's how it stays up. And they're like, no, 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 let's try it without it. They're like, we can't. We can't do that. That's how it stays up. And they're like, <laughs> absurd. And she's like, but what if we just fucking try it? How about that? And they're like, fine, we'll try it. And they tried it. She's like, "See, it's fine." And they're like, "God damn it, you bitch!" <laughs> now you you're bitch. now you're a billionaire. Mm -hmm. Now there's a lot, a whole a lot more right. to that. But what's interesting about that is like this fresh eye. Like a lot of time we get so steeped, and this is the way we've always done a thing. 
that it's like, yo, how about we don't do that? But no, no, that's the way we do it. But no, 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 it doesn't make sense. Well, I understand your point and all, but you're Johnny come lately and you don't really know. You're not really in the industry. Like, uh, this know. is the way we, we, we have to do it this way. Like, yeah, but what if you didn't do it that way? No, 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 we have to. How about you just fucking try it? But... Oh, shit. You know what? That is better. That's hilarious. Like that whole like anti-traditionalism. Like we do with things because why do you go to college? Well, because that's what you do after high school. But why, though? So we get a better job, but you can get really good jobs after high school. I know, but I can get a better job. Like what? Well, like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, if I'm a lawyer, so you're going to be a lawyer. No, I'm not going to be a lawyer, but you can be a lawyer. Cool. What else? A doctor? You're going to be a doctor? No. Well, then why are you going to college? Uh, shit. You got me. I guess maybe I shouldn't. Like we're finally coming. Like I feel like that's where we are right now. Like we're breaking the veil finally in this in this age of just like, oh, why do we do these weird traditional things? Because someone just tells us we should. That takes me to my favorite millionaire. Yeah, who's that? So it was a guy that worked at McDonald's back in the Beanie Baby craze. So I'm in back back early nineties, yes. late nineties. I remember that. I remember the era. He was very the well. fry guy. The what? So he was the fry guy, <clears throat> and his wife was always complaining to him, but the beanie baby tag would get bent up hmm. when her stack of beanie babies, and she couldn't sell them for as much because the tag was. So he you came up. Tell with, me, this motherfucker is a millionaire. He came up with the little plastic heart that snapped around the tag to shut his wife up, and became a millionaire almost overnight. You gotta be shitting me. And he was the fry guy, and all he wanted to do, he was, became a millionaire he just, just wanted to, to get quiet her to shut his the wife. Fuck up! <laughs> I don't care what you do. Shut. The Didn't fuck. even want to be a millionaire. He was happy. And at this time, when I saw this, sales is solving problems, man. He was Solve still working problem. at McDonald's, frying. He goes, "I love my job. I just Dude, wanted that's her the dream, to shut isn't up. It? That's and the dream." <laughs> like I think like, a lot of people. Oh my god! Let me. This is this is interesting. Art in your face here. Smart in your face. This is interesting. And then we'll beef and get out because we're already way late. But it's fun. No. Here's not. what's here's what's interesting to me. Okay. Is that I think here's my hypotheses, and maybe and granted this is coming from me because I really love what I do, like I really really do, like I don't, it's it's my identity, like I identify with what I do. He loves it's who firing I, all you motherfuckers. It's who I am. <laughs> is to say he hires people just to is to say fire you. anytime I want. Yeah. Oh, I am the man. Anytime I want to. You want to keep your job? <laughs> so, I think a lot of people. I think it's a don't be careful what you wish for story of like when the lotto, which is like the proofs in the pudding, people fuck their whole lives up or just retiring or whatever in general. I think the statistics show you that people need purpose. They need a right. thing to do. They want to they want to have fulfillment on some level. Either the work that I do physically matters like I can build a thing, right? Like I'm. Like, that's why I think a lot of people in retirement end up whittling wood or building a canoe or, you know, taking on those types of maker projects because they need physical evidence of their creation. They need physical purpose. Some people need emotional purpose. They need to make a difference in people's lives. They need it. But like, I think everyone, like, just because you're done working and like now money has been taken out of the equation, <laughs> there still has to be, there has to be a, um, a fulfillment level of right. some sort. 
And I think people take that for granted. They're like, oh, fine, fuck, I'm retired. And they're like, I don't got shit to do. This sucks. And then they get depressed and then fuck it. Well, the stats are there. Whenever somebody retires and they start taking Social Security, there's there's a big number of people that die within six months. Dude, that's fucking crazy. You know, I heard that about... You work your whole life to relax and you die. As soon as you relax... The You're point like, is never relax. I, don't I sat do down and I died in my chair. I heard that about um, Bear Bryant. You know, Bear Bryant, famous Alabama football coach. He coached, I think, into his 70s. He, he retired and he died like six months later. It was like as soon as you, this is who I am. It's like it's like a removal of identity almost. So unless you have another thing that you can channel who you are through, whether it's a nonprofit or just, you know, you want to build shit for people. You want to build a thing just to say you did it. You want to write a book. I, I don't know. I think people got to be careful to be like, yeah, I just want to work to retire. And they, it's like a dog chasing a fire truck, dude. Like the fire truck stops. And it's like, what the fuck is the dog going to do? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. You bitch. What are you barking at? That is a great analogy. Put your fucking barking. <laughs> dude, I always think, I think about that all the time. I, lo- I love it in, uh, in Dark Knight um, Rises. Not Dark Knight Rises. Just the Dark Knight. When uh, Joker says that, it's just like, kill you. Like, I don't know what I'd do without you. Like, you know, like, I'm just a dog chasing a fire truck. If I caught you, I don't even know what to do. Like, you know, I just, I love that analogy of just, you know, but that, but that's what I love about that scene is like, it's so self-aware of like that Joker villain character is like, I actually need you to exist. So I'm never actually going to kill you. Even if I had the chance, because it's such a great character, because as soon as you're gone, there's nothing for me left to do because my whole life is just to torment you and to be the opposite of what you are. And I think that is just tragically, infinitely hilarious and dramatically amazing all at the same time. So true. That's why it's such a great story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just just that scene. That's the scene where he's in the hospital. He's, he's pretending to be a nurse, you know, I think. Oh, that's oh. classic. Or no, maybe maybe Harvey Dent's in that scene. I can't remember. No, he is, but he's on. he's in the bed. Yeah. But I can't remember when the Joker tells. I think maybe is that when he's leaving the hospital maybe and he's trying in, to get it to blow up. Yes, and it, it won't 16, blow yes. up. And that and was like, a that was an improv. <laughs> really? Oh, really? It was. Yeah, that was. It was supposed to blow up when he pressed didn't. the button and it didn't. So that scene is all improv. But Heath Ledger trying to like hit the button a few times. <laughs> like Dude, what the fuck? Classic. God damn it! And then it blows up and he, he's like real surprised because it love blows that. up on like the fifth time he hits it. That's the um, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. When he's going against the guy with the bullwhip or the sword or oh, whatever, he shoots him. He shoots him. He was definitely, <laughs> he was like definitely, it had the flu, oh. and he just came out and he's like, like bam, and they're like, oh, we're leaving that in. That's awesome. <laughs> that like, is pretty you cool. came to a gunfight with that. a whip or a sword, that. whatever that scene is. I love that like most famous improv, <laughs> mm-hmm. like uh, non scripted moments. One of, of them all time. is uh, Django Unchained. What happens? Uh, oh, he cuts his hand. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio. It was when he's talking about, this is not okay. How I. Okay, do not use racial slurs (laughs) if you're going to thinking about it. (laughs) I'm not. I would never. (laughs) But he's holding a skull, and he's saying certain types of skulls are less than other types of skulls, and he pounds his head on the hand on the table. And he breaks the skull and cuts himself. Yes. Badly. Very badly. Like, bleeding profusely. Pro- and that they just like, you know what? But he keeps acting. Yeah, he he keeps going. And it ended up being perfect. Oh man, I, I love improv. Art in your face. Mm-hmm. That's all I got. Oh, beef of the week, real quick. Wendy's beef of the fucking week. 
Beef number one? Yes. Germs. Fuck germs. Well, okay, there's good germs and there's bad germs. Good <laughs> you germs know, do this, bad germs do that. You know I, what? I feel bad Here's now that we're saying. dealing with coronavirus. I feel bad. Hopefully this isn't like a, tra- a tragic... What a uh, dick. He's you know, like, it's going to be dystopian. Stuff. I watched 12 Monkeys. It's on HBO right now. Oh, and so, like, oh, this is very, like... Great movie. 12 Monkeys starts with everyone making fun of the, you know... Like, oh, this is this is gonna be fine. We'll be fine. And then everyone's living underground. Fucking twelve monkeys. But <laughs> but um <laughs> the joke I used to make was can you imagine being the first it's kind of like in the fermentation process in the in the brewing industry when you study the history of, of brewing. What's hilarious about it to me is that, you know, microscopes were like an eighteenth century invention. Like yeah, seventeen so, Literally less than 100 years so, ago. So yeah. they were brewing beer for 100,000 years without knowing what the fuck was going on. Why the, Why is this happening? Why is this shit happening? 300 years? No, no, no. Dude, they're 18, brewing, 18th century is 1700s. Right. They've been brewing beer since ancient Samaria. Okay. Well, you said 1800s. I'm, I'm saying that's 300 years ago, not 100. No, no. From now, yeah. that was when the microscope was invented. But they've been brewing beer for a hundred thousand years. Right. Like the the very first writing, the Sumerian text was well, a beer recipe. Life has always sucked. You needed alcohol <laughs> to get through. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> so how beer saved the world, great documentary. You used to be on Netflix. <laughs> it's not I don't think it is anymore, but check that out. But the point of now getting back to germs. ergo germs was that I just thought. There had to be a moment in time when these big breakthrough moments are happening in general, always, no matter what it is, borrowing, sorry, I hit my microphone, that someone has to convince someone of something groundbreaking that sounds like total bullshit. So someone somewhere has to be like, yo, I know what's making us cough. (laughs) It's called germs. Dude. You can't see them. Dude, you can't see them. Nobody can see them. You don't know. But they're there, do you and know, they're making you cough. Do you know the shit that the shit that <laughs> and they're boggles, making you sneeze, dude? The they're shit, like, "Fuck you, murder that guy." The shit that boggles <laughs> my mind is actually, hey, the it, it's actually is, demons. They, Everyone knows that it's demons, oh, it's demons that gives me the cold. The everybody, earth is round, and anyone that throws up, <laughs> and anyone that throws up is clearly possessed. Dude, so uh, they should die too. Backtracking, it has to do with fucking the, like the like the plague, <laughs> right? And it's literally the plague yeah. had to do with us literally being like, we can just throw our shit and our piss out the window and it's fine. Bro. Oh, oh people listen are to wa- this. People are walking there, they'll be fine. Dude, listen to no, this. No. That's how the bubonic plane listen to this. Sorry. <laughs> Please. Dude, listen to this. This is so there was <laughs> believe it or not. I don't. There was a historically documented doctor along the way, which was, by the way, after the microscope, after we learned that yeast were actually tiny organisms eating sugar and producing alcohol and CO2 to ferment beer so it tastes delicious, that in England, the mortality rate for women giving birth was fucking astronomical. 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 It feels more ass than it'd be less. And I can't tell you when this was, but you can Google it. I want to feel like it was frightening, frighteningly not that long ago. 
like 1800, mid 1800s, early 1800s, maybe even later 1800s, where a doctor said, you know what I think is happening? Our hands are dirty. We should wash our shit before we deliver babies. No. And they said, fuck you. <laughs> it's fine. You're an idiot. Because they've been working in the fucking hospital all day, touching sick shit, and then mom comes in, uh-huh. and then they deliver babies. And so moms are catching infections, and they're dying. I mean, I mean, there's obviously a lot of other technologies that weren't available. And so all of a sudden, they started washing their fucking hands before doing surgery and before delivering babies. And mortality rates were dropped by like 90%. And they're like, oh, shit. I guess we should wash our hands. Dr. Bill was right. But that was legitimately an argument that was highly, uh, not confrontational, uh, fucking been drinking, not confrontational, controversial. Controversial. It was literally a controversial thing for one doctor to tell the rest of the doctors, y'all nasty, wash Wash, your fucking hands. Wash your motherfucking ass. Hands are fine, bro. The hands are fine. Put it in your mouth, then. The magic. <laughs> it's the magic. That, you know, people just die when they give... Ch- that just happens. <laughs> like, nah. It's your gross ass that's doing a surgery over here and then going and delivering a baby and it's infections and it's bacteria and it's shit. Like, literally, this was after, I think, like, like pretty... Okay, I don't want to talk ignorantly. Like, someone's going to look this up and call me out on it. But, like, it, it felt, when I heard this, it felt, like, way more recent than it should have been. That's scary shit. It is. That's very scary. How slow we are to be like, hey, here's a thing that's probably we should be concerned about. We're like, fuck you. That's not the way we've done it. We've always had dirty hands all fucking day cutting people open. Can you imagine now I, giving I, birth? No. Like, hey, and Dr. Kevin, bare hey, hands. Hey, we're three dudes. No, bare, we bare can't. unwashed hey, hands. You know what? Throw I this, don't want to shoot a watermelon sh- out my wiener. <laughs> throw yeah. this child on the that ground. Let's shot on the ground. We'll yeah. splash some fucking dirt on it. Like, what the what? fuck? I don't know. I don't, what <laughs> right. did, we right? better end this podcast. It works for cattle. <laughs> Just yeah. so around in some now, dirt. Now, I, part of that is, now we have so much information all the time. Yeah. Now we jump to conclusions quicker than we should. That's fair. As so, well. We were like, oh, you, we should take like a few seconds to relook at this. No. It happened once. Yeah. It is the truth. That Let's is fair. do it. That is fair. It's scare tactics. <laughs> there there is some scare tactics involved with making money as well. Because especially as you know, and this is what's, and this is weird, this is meta to say, it's frightening of the frighteningness, is that the number one scare tactic, if you go into sales, I don't care what you're doing. If you're selling nutritional supplements, you're selling, this is the whole Got Milk campaign, is you're selling the absence of the product is that you shouldn't want the product. You should be scared not to have it. And that's if you sell nutritional supplements, the first thing they tell you is you need to make them scared that if they don't take your product, they're fucked. You need to make them feel like they're missing out on something if you don't give it to them. You got to make them feel like, like I know you sell like RO system, like BB does water technology. And it's fair at some level. At some level, it's kind of fucked up where if you sell insurance, the first sales tactics of insurance agent is to tell you what happened to the people who weren't insured. Right. It's legitimate on some level, and on some level, it's a very strategic tactic to make sure you know that you're fucked if you don't buy my shit. It's not you. You're going to fuck your whole family. Right. Life insurance is not for you. 
I don't want to fuck It's to take family. care of the people that you're right. gone. Or home right? insurance or whatever else. Oh, you're not going to do that? You know what it is? It's your parents always going like, I knew. I You had an uncle once that did that. <laughs> yeah. It's Beverly Goldberg. <laughs> and then the Goldberg. He did so, that once. <laughs> Johnny Dangerously. You ever see that? It, it, Jojo Piscopo. Don't touch me. My mom touched me once. Once. <laughs> <laughs> That's his motif through the whole movie is, no, no, no. You're not going to lie to me. My dad lied to me once. Once. <laughs> so it's a really funny movie. No one sees it. It's got Michael Keaton in it. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right. That's it. We're out of here. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Brian. Thanks, Pete. Thanks for shenanigans. I'll cut out most of the second half. But it was really fun to talk to everyone. Don't you don't dare. Don't you dare close your eyes. Don't you dare don't cut the shit Don't you dare close your ears. Pete, the world is... You better subscribe. Pete, tell him. Oh, definitely. When Ask Cannon Pete's on, you should be there. <laughs> Every <laughs> single time. On this episode of... <laughs> Nan- <laughs> what? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> on this episode of Nan- Nan- the Podcast... <laughs> <laughs> on this episode of Nan- for the Podcast, Ben stops by... He does. ...and talks to us about... Fuck. Stop. <laughs> Nobody I'm knows. I'm trying to do it in an entertaining way to cut all this shit out. <laughs>